0: Uh, I think takes the cake for number eight. I'm giving it to it.
1: Hell yeah! Can I put? Can I at least put my vote in? Because I know I agree with them, but well, I like should. We all just my like I got
0: votes too for number eight,
2: but <laughs> I mean, you didn't even say yours round. yet. For Christ's sake! No, fuck it. It wins. All
0: right, I'll tell you mine. I mean, <laughs> it's I, probably I'll,
2: gonna I'll, win, but I'll. But, t- I'll I mean, tell you mine. I mean, actually, I'm no, pissed I've off been that great. Dominic
1: started first on this round because it's, it's, it's a it's a shoe in, and I already. The first thing is no. I
2: I want to hear about the other ones that you had. Hey, oh, I bet you say, do. You know what they
0: say? A shoe in is just I'm a bird in the bush,
2: right? I think you mean a shoe bill. Shut the fuck up. That's another one of my picks. You might <laughs> tell us your fucking number. Shut- I, didn't, I
3: didn't say it was one of mine. I just <laughs> named it. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast, where your hosts
1: Dylan and Joe keep your eyes open out there folks what are we talking about this week Dylan
0: we're talking about top 10 birds
1: that's right it's our first top 10 episode we're talking about the top 10 birds ranked and me and Dylan didn't just go on the internet and look up the top 10 most pretty birds in a YouTube video or try to decide with each other what we like more. What's the criteria? How smart are they? How fast are they? How much can they survive? How cool are they in general? Are they fun to draw? No. We're coming near both of us, including our special guests, with our top 10 list of birds. And they're gonna have to duke it out for their spot on the top 10 slot. That means 10 through number one get voted in or and they make the top. Bird
2: ranking list. It's top ten birds.
0: Top ten birds. Bring it away with our guest star Dominic Morrow. Dom, say hi to all the guests for everyone.
2: Hey, how's everybody doing? I was gonna caw and Joe took it from me, so now I don't have a bird sound. (laughs) I still do it. There's always time. (laughs) Give us a rooster crow for us. Uh, Hell no, I can't do rooster crows. Pretty close. Rooster and bring it here. (laughs) 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 We'll give it a seven out of (laughs) ten.
1: Welcome back, Dom. Genuinely happy to have you. We kind of threw this on you last minute, but we knew you'd be down for the top ten birds ranking list. Oh yeah, gotta love a good bird. Got to.
0: Joe, is it true that we we have a list of guest stars and we base our topics based off of what tattoos they have?
1: That's absolutely true. It's a little known fact of the podcast, but because of the fact that Dominic has a bird tattooed on himself, we I figured have two. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> he is <has> too. <laughs> We're sorry. We we'll have that. you back for the next bird podcast as well. <laughs> Them's the rules. So, yeah.
0: So, we brought Dom on. Talk about birds. Where are we going to start with this? We're going to start with what is a bird? Or are we going right for number fucking 10 on the fucking
1: 10? I think we should go right for I mean, people know what a bird is. Uh, you know, the birds. Yeah. We got okay. it. So we're gonna this is the format folks we're gonna each give our our bird rankings we already have our list written out from 10 to number one. Lucky for us the only thing we know about each other's list is we each picked our number one beforehand to make sure that we don't copy each other so we each have a number one we're already prepared to defend for the list. But here's the deal. Each number comes up, we bring up the bird a quick blurb about the bird the bird word, and then we're going to vote on what bird should take the number the rest of the birds are knocked out for good. And that's going to be the list, starting at number ten.
0: All right, we would like, one, like to go one, first. Two, three, we, we can you can change the we'll order on which we our number ten bird. I'm sorry, what did you say? I count to the number three, and then on three, you we all say the number ten bird at the same time.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking retarded. No, we're going to each one, tell our
3: bird, two. and then we're going to say why.
1: We can change the order each time to make it fair for everybody voting wise. But no, we don't all say it at the same time. What the fuck? We going to hear you saying? I didn't hear what you said. I was talking over you.
0: Have it your way. All right, guys. Who's going first? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot.
1: I'm a diva. I'll a start diva. if you want, but I wouldn't want to start, Joe, start. Go, 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 Joe. I, I will number start. 10. I will start because I'm the fucking blabber melt that's trying to do the podcast. Birds. Anyways, Are number 10, 10. from Joe Collins. Number 10, my number 10 bird, I think it's one of my, my favorite birds, as they all are, but it's such a fun bird, a cool bird, a member of the Kingfisher family, a family of stout little birds, with a big old beak that are expertly diving into the water and snatching off fish, except this one actually has no fish on a diet at all. It mostly eats small mammals and insects, and it is one of the most famous birds um, because of its distinct call... <laughs> My number 10, Joe's number 10, the kookaburra laughing in his old gum tree. Take it away, kookaburra. (laughs) Oh, he thinks it's so damn funny.
2: I feel like I'm eating at the rainforest cafe.
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> a good call, actually. ah he's laughing away in his old <laughs> gum tree. Mary Mary King in the bushes he I love it kookaburra my number 10 pick
0: number 10 pick which is in the kingfisher family right
1: that's absolutely right but it doesn't fish though one of the only kingfisher family that doesn't actually fish
0: wow is that how they got the name because they're they fish
1: um, yes oh okay <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go next for their number well, 10 pick? What
0: happens if I have kingfisher on my list but, but I don't have him as number 10? Well, that's happens?
1: not a kingfisher though. That's the kookaburra. Kingfisher is a separate bird. I mean, it's just in the same family. Oh, okay. All right. All
2: right. It's like how a If, pigeon if you had the kookaburra,
1: dove. I could see it that would be conflicting, but if, that's like saying it's a member of the hawk family and then I have the red-tailed hawk and then you have like the bald eagle and you'd say, "Well, I have the hawk, so it doesn't count." It's like, "No, no, no they're just similar birds." I think it says in. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, cuz I actually had kingfisher um as like my number 9.
1: All right. Well, nice spoiler, but we'll wait for the next one to do that.
0: I figured maybe maybe we can all I, like if I, I I think that maybe it could be number ten, but I do want you to hear my number ten as well.
1: Right, let's hear it. What's number ten for Dylan?
0: My number ten bird is actually the parrot, and the parrot uh, I think is a really good number ten of the list of birds because ideally your number one bird is probably well-rounded version of all the other nine birds is my thought okay birds birds are like superheroes they typically have one really good superpower Mm -hmm. and the parrot uh as a superpower happens to have uh, i think the biggest brain no, that can't be true.
1: We all have different criteria for our list. It's it's totally based on our own opinion, So you don't have to defend yourself in that way if you don't well, want to. Did, could you pick a specific breed though? Because I, I again, I have a bird on my list that's part of the parrot family, but it's not called the parrot. Is it the? Is it the macaw? Is it the African gray parrot? Is it a cockatiel? Is it a cockatoo? What's some of this dude with his fucking parrots? I think you're thinking of the macaw, right? The big red one.
0: Um, I'm thinking of uh, whoever Cocky Bennett is.
1: Well, don't you know who Cocky Bennett is? You're the one who told me about Cocky Bennett. I do know who Cocky Bear. Uh, uh, I think he's the cockatoo, it says, right? It says Cocky
0: Bennett is the oldest bird, and he's a parrot.
1: I'll look him up right now.
0: And 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 here's the reason why I think that whatever the parrot is, is a good number ten because it's kind of still a shitty bird, but it's not. It's got some good shit going on. He's and a cockatoo. He's a cockatoo. All right, so let's say cockatoo is my number ten cocky right. bennett lived to be 120 years old he's born in the 1700s and died in the 1900s pretty hardcore and he Cocky insane um fits a couple cool things one arguably uh the cockatoo is the best singer of all the birds i know i know guys there are other birds like the goldfinch that technically technically film number one but i've never heard anyone else sing human songs um, besides the, uh, the the parrot family, so I say, <laughs> I say uh, to the birders out there because there's a there's a big birding situation. I listened to an entire podcast about birding books, and it's hardcore. And they might say that the like a goldfinch is the number one singer. I disagree. A parrot is. Parrots can sing metal music. That fits my bill.
1: Absolutely. And and on that note, uh, let's let's hear uh, a member of the parrot family singing some metal music. Right now.
0: Fucking go. Bring it on.
1: This is uh, one of the parrot families that's a pet in someone's home who learned to sing the, the, uh, the <laughs> Let the Bides to the Floor. <laughs> The, the whisper part
2: even <laughs> in the just whisper. Find out that bird can metal scream better than I can <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: fucking fantastic
1: <laughs> hell yes so with, with something like the ability like that and plus cocky Bennett being Dom, did you even hear how fucking old that parakeet was I know Dylan just said it but
2: I wasn't paying attention it, no. it
1: was a hundred <laughs> fucking years old that's and crazy it was born.
2: 120, 120 years old 120 come yeah. on It was 120
0: um, and uh, beautiful, so he fits two things. A good singing bird, a beautiful Mm -hmm. bird, and quite frankly an intelligent bird because they obviously can learn and replicate things and they also know what's good for them. That fucking bird died at 120 which means he understands humans and how to get the
2: shit out of them. And like most famous famously old old women he drank four quarts light a day and smoked cigarettes his whole life.
1: <laughs> no stress living i mean you gotta give it up for that i mean the cockatoo is a solid choice Dylan. thank you cocky bennett's lifespan plus the ability to sing like that that's just a fucking awesome bird and the dominic could you give us your number 10 then we'll vote on what we think should take the number 10 slot
2: all right well as you're gonna see throughout my list i have a different view on birds than most people mm-hmm. uh that's why you're here my number 10 bird is the morning dove Ooh, solid pick. Great pick. Love the pick. I love the morning dove. First off, because I used to, like, talk back and forth with them when I was younger. They used to sit on the deck near my room, and I would just go,
3: hoo, 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 hoo,
2: and they would do it back, and i do it for hours all the time. Plus, I mean, look at the thing. It's like a pigeon, but they're cleaner.
1: Easy, Governor. <laughs> so- <laughs> Easy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, but uh, I'll
1: keep the I'll keep the red jungle fowl out of my <laughs> mouth. I'll have you know. You'll keep the rock dove out of your mouth, please, won't you? All right.
2: Um, one of the cool things about them is they can actually fly 55 miles an hour. Damn. Which I never realized. And, uh, you know, not as old as that bird that Dylan said, but the oldest morning dove they found was 31 years old, which so, an average lifespan of five to seven. So that, damn. that's still that's a pretty no good And uh, the, and also another thing they do is they they always have like a big hump in front of them. And when you see them pecking seeds on the ground, they don't eat it right away. They just keep it in in organ I don't know the name of. That's not a gizzard, and they fly away <laughs> and go digest their food somewhere else. That's great.
0: So it's like a it's like a airborne camel for food.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Damn
4: interesting
1: way to eat. It'd be nice. You go to, go to dinner, you eat as much as you want and you're not full at all. And you go home and lay down and digest it all at once. Yeah.
2: Oh. Okay. Well, when I, was, I was doing a little bit of morning dove I was doing a little bit of morning dove research. I found someone one time, like found a dead morning dove, counted. It had 17,000 seeds that weren't yet digested in its Whatever pouch thing that I can't remember the name of,
1: and it died from that, right? That's way too many seats. Uh,
2: don't know, but it could hold it. <laughs> wow, that's wild.
0: I think they call that area fupa. <laughs>
2: that's
1: a technical term for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. For our listeners, that's what it's. If you want, like, that's what it's called.
1: All right. I say we. I say we vote right now. We each say what, what our vote is, and the overwhelming majority wins. If we all tie. We have to vote again, and you can't vote for the same thing twice if that happens. So so what's your vote for, Dominic, for the top 10 bird?
2: Um, I'm going to go with Dylan's. I forget what it was called just because of that one that was so old. The cockatoo. Yeah.
1: I also vote cockatoo for number 10. Dylan, what's your vote?
0: I'm going to guess cockatoo is my guess.
1: Cockatoo, unanimous decision. The cockatoo is number 10 on the top 10 birds. The cockatoo locks in the number 10 spot. Thank you, cockatoo. Very fucking cool bird. You live forever and you can talk like a person. That's what we want to do. We aspire to be a cockatoo, and so should you. For number nine, I think that uh, we'll have Dylan say it first, and then we'll we'll go around the horn so each time we can start with somebody else to keep it fair for all our birds in the discussion. So why don't we have Dylan start for number nine, and then we'll do to Dominic and then to me.
0: All right, number nine. I'm going to just say the robin robin comes in at number nine solidly because it's one of our first contenders for high population we have uh let me pull up my list here but we're 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 way into the millions with the robin the old uh the old american robin uh a herbivore just so we're all aware of that well uh, omnivore sorry because it it eats um does
1: eat worms famously yeah.
0: yeah famously eating worms so we've got an omnivore uh, American Robin uh, in at globally 310 million. So we are on the top four list of Bingo. ranked birds of by population. So we have the Robin goes without saying you got a bird that is in high numbers, just like anything else. It's doing something right, boys and girls. It's avoiding predators. It's got a great solid food supply source. It is not on the list of rare birds for extinction, extinction reasons. Um, and it's, uh, it's just fucking crushing it. And it's a cool looking bird. I think it's got that situation uh, that the dove has as well with the, with the seeds in the storage container. Um, and that's why we're going to pull in at number nine because it's not particularly a fucking amazing bird because of like some crazy shit. It just happens to be a good bird
1: hell yeah and the robins famously the first sign of spring who doesn't like to see a robin around this time of year the robins are coming to us singing their little songs and you go oh shit the winter's finally over with the robins are the first ones to tell you strong contender at number nine i'd say solid joys
0: mm-hmm. yep coming in the house robins
2: solid bird love watching those things fly around peck at the ground
4: mm-hmm.
1: hell yeah after a nice rainstorm they're looking <clears throat> around for worms
2: yep definitely
0: so who's up next what do you guys got for number nine
2: uh I guess I'll go. I have the Atlantic Puffin. Oh so which uh fucking bird. I was a little not sure if I should put this higher on the list, but looking at what else I have, I think this is gonna be the best spot for it for me on my list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we all had a, a battle uh, uh, within
1: our own souls to where we should put our bird yeah. on the list, because if we could do it all at number one, we should.
2: Uh I mean cool Puffin. thing about this bird is the I mean there's a lot of them. There's between nine and a half to eleven million of them. But the cool thing is, it's uh, the area they covered. They occupy roughly six hundred and thirty thousand square miles of area, mostly in Iceland and then a couple other surrounding areas. Slightly
1: larger than the Bermuda Triangle.
2: <clears throat> sure, I did not watch that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's okay, no one else
2: did either. Yeah. <laughs> um. But no, I mean, I, they mostly live in Iceland. Iceland's a pretty cool place. I got no complaints about Iceland. I'd love to go there someday. It's a beautiful country. And uh interesting thing is they're, uh, you know, they got those cool beaks, actually change color as they go through life.
1: Interesting. Dylan, could you tell us a little bit about your experience with puffins in Iceland since you've been to Iceland yourself?
0: Yes, uh, I have been to Iceland. I went there in 2016 and uh, I drove around the country. Uh, well, actually, there's like the, uh, the, something root whatever the fuck goes around the coast and um didn't see one fucking (laughs) puffin oh (laughs) i saw i saw a lot of stuffed
1: animals (laughs) and i saw um the national bird did not make an appearance
0: didn't make an appearance and um quite frankly i don't think i saw even a bug there was no wildlife in any way shape or form i can't even remember seeing a seagull (laughs) wow But, but we were, everyone was like, oh, you go into this place. The puffins were there. They weren't there, but they people are, they do exist. I mean, maybe, uh, maybe the government was shut down at the time or something. So the birds weren't out, but. um... (laughs) (laughs) Uh... The government shuts down. The birds get shut off. We know that. That's.
2: Oh yeah. Then they can't afford to charge them. (laughs) Right. right, Exactly.
0: (laughs) They can afford to charge all of us to
1: my right. Fucking IRS.
2: (laughs)
0: goddamn taxes they, they don't forget those but they do forget that they do they never forget stop them. charging the birds so um
1: puffins Just for that, the birds
0: i saw a lot of stuffed animals puffins
1: but uh, right on i'm gonna roll into my number nine bird i mean each of these three birds is tied so specifically for a location and ideas about them you can picture that robin pecking at those worms you can picture those puffins on the rocks of the uh you know northern hemisphere and you can picture mine dusting up in the desert with a coyote hot in its tail. My number nine pick, the Roadrunner. That's a, I didn't meep, a real bird. Meet, meat indeed. The Roadrunner <laughs> survives in one of the harshest climates in the world, the Mojave Desert. Even though its range is a lot larger than that, it thrives in the desert itself. It can fly, but it prefers to run, chasing down its lizardy reptilian prey at a whopping 26 miles per hour at its height. So it can run as fast as Usain Bolt, and it's a little tiny bird. If humans could move as fast as a roadrunner could for our height, we'd be able to run 78 miles per hour. That's a fast Ooh. motherfucking bird. It also makes a sound like a taser when it chirps. <laughs> it dives across the desert, running all around. And like, again, it's survived in some of the harshest environments in the world, um, gobbling up those lizards, and obviously made famous through the Looney Tunes. Meep, meep. Wiley Coyote never caught it. Neither could you. The Roadrunner is my number nine pick.
0: I got to say, I'm pretty swept off my feet by your number nine pick because I didn't know that was a real bird. So I'm
2: completely. <laughs> oh prepared. yeah,
0: it's an I'm informational podcast. Prepared to <laughs> challenge this
2: one. Well, uh, go ahead and look it up. It's not the colors of it is in the TV it's, show. It's
1: not blue and purple, but it does exist and it doesn't go meep meep. It sounds like, it like exactly like a taser. It sounds like ostrich? a taser.
0: In blue and purple, and I did just Google it, and it is brown, for those who don't know what a roadrunner, because there's no fucking way I'm the only person who is a real bird.
1: No, no, yeah, of course. Well, we're going to put the Good pictures night. up of every bird in the list, for the record, so you, you don't have to describe how they look unless you want to look at it yourself, just so you know, going forward. I'll be sure to put all the pictures up for the folks so that they don't have to look it up themselves.
2: Folks at home. For the folks Sorry. at home.
0: So my thoughts on the, uh, the Roadrunner is it's not the best at anything. It does. There, just my two cents is that there is another bird that runs faster.
1: Yes. And there's a lot of birds that fly faster and hunt better than a robin, too. But roadrunners are just cool as fuck. And therefore, it's my number nine pick. And it's strictly the American Desert's favorite bird. That's the roadrunner, baby.
0: That's my pick. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. I'm all about it.
1: All right. So, do you want to put it to a vote? Same rules. We each get to vote one time If we uh, if we tie. Then we get to vote again. You can't vote for the same thing. But we'll start out with our first vote. Who wants to go first?
0: All right. Uh, who's going first? <clears throat> I'll go
2: first. Uh, I'm going to stick with my puffin.
4: Okay. Because oh, just
2: just like 50% of all humans, they mate for life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good statistic.
0: <laughs> Puffin's good. Puffin?
1: I'm sticking with my vote for the Roadrunner. I still think the Roadrunner's runner's cooler. Um, all right,
0: so there's only one way to settle this.
1: Well, you could pick yours, and we could vote again, or you could pick one of the two.
0: <clears throat> I think the robin's pretty fucking sick.
2: So I could... So let, let's elaborate some more. I guess <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Let's not get this twisted right now.
1: Every single bird we're going to pick tonight is going to be cool as fuck. I have the fullest faith in both you two and myself to pick the coolest birds. So I don't think anyone's really a loser here. It's just, it's a tough bout. There's a lot of cool birds out there and they have to duke it out. And I don't think that any birds who have been voted out should have been, uh, you know, disrespected. They're all fucking cool birds. Just that going forward, we should all know that for sure. So when the Robin gets voted out right now, we'll always know the Robin is still cool.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's a tough, it's a tough battle for the Robin right now, just because um, the Puffin's fucking cool as fuck, and the Roadrunner's a badass. So, um, but but we did just pick a very colorful bird known as the Cockatoo for number ten. So we have another colorful bird coming at nine if we pick if we do pick the um, the Puffin. Well, the road has got some speed strengths but it's just not the fastest bird on on land it's just not so true it, it
1: is also about Huffin four times smaller hair. than that bird though unfortunately for it has little tiny legs it's, it's, it's a disadvantage of its height but for its height very fast
0: but if you're not first
2: you're last and we talked about this right? <laughs> hey, ricky father's <Bobby's> dad said <laughs> that and that's a quote and let's not forget you know i know we're talking about how cool birds are but Birds do get eaten. I've never heard of anyone eating a Roadrunner, but puffin is, you know, a delicacy in Iceland.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, puffins probably taste a lot better than Roadrunners, if I had to guess. Really lean, gamey. Yeah. Puffins are a nice, fluffy... Uh, they probably have some nice fat around them to shield themselves from the Arctic winds. Oh, yeah.
0: I happen to think a bird sprinting across the desert floor is, is cooler than a puffin, which is just chilling on the rocks. But there's nothing. A puffin is essentially a parrot for of the of the this of the uh, northern well extreme climates, whether it be the the ice areas.
1: Um, Only the colors, though, no other parts of it at all.
0: Well, it eats fish, right? And
1: there's not a whole lot going on. Parrots yeah. don't always yeah. eat. A lot of parrots <laughs> eat fruit and nuts, but I guess someone did their fucking research.
0: Modern dodo of colorful birds Ooh,
1: the dodo yeah I can be we 30. can't
0: talk about the dodo we know why but R.I. It's R.I. P. a dumb looking bird but it's cool and uh, brings a lot of life to a place where there's a lot of not a whole lot of shit much um, of the desert uh, i'm talking about the uh
2: oh, oh, oh. The yeah he got you there deal <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, so actually, my pub-
0: quite frankly, we have two 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 birds that are desert birds. I mean, Iceland, there's no vegetation.
1: Mm, an Arctic That's desert. That's a very good point. Yeah. Arctic desert.
0: It's just it's just char like ash.
1: All right, we're gonna we're gonna need to we're gonna need your vote here, Dylan. Going forward. number nine pick. Uh,
0: number nine pick. Um, <clears throat> whoever I lose two and rock paper scissors gets no the
1: no fuck it. no 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 we're not establishing number nine you already can't decide we're doing games pick <laughs> right now you don't have to pick mine
0: puffin puffin, puffin. our right, number, nine number nine pick we is got the puffin, puffin boys and girls number nine puffin. bird of all time of greatest birds the puffin day.
1: the puffin the number nine pick so number 10 we have the cockatoo and at number nine we have the puffin and we're going out next to our number eight pick, getting a little more competitive here. We can already see how we're already coming to uh, interlocutors as we're finally, <laughs> clashing at even the number nine <laughs> pick. It's going to be tough, folks. It's going to be tough. the so number uh, eight pick. We're going to start with Dominic and go around the horn. What's your number right. eight pick, Dom?
2: Well, it was hard for me to place this one on my list because for me, it would be top five. But Easy. I don't know. I don't know anyone else who likes this bird other than me. All so right. I had to put it low. I'm going to go with the European herring gull, which is the classic white and gray seagull that we see around it.
1: Motherfucker. <laughs> you, you stole my pick. I have it, I have it higher on the list.
2: Yeah. I'll go to my backup.
1: To my... Mm-hmm. I might have to vote oh. for you just based on the fact that I also thought it was higher.
4: Please, please.
2: I mean, I love them. Just the fact that they just look so nice. I love looking at them. And other than that, I want one as a pet. I don't have much else to say. I just love those birds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have so uh, average lifespan is 30 years with a peak of 49. Yeah. And other than that, I'm going to say it again. I just fucking love those birds. I don't have any other reasons to like them other than they're cool to look at. I like feed them. I want one as a pet.
1: Number eight god damn it i have better defense of my seagull than yours <laughs> i'm gonna defend just because i took the time to write this shit down <laughs> well i started
2: looking it up and i was like fuck it i just like it i'm not gonna do all the
1: research no you don't have to you don't have to my, my, my top four reasons why the seagulls should definitely be on the list are they don't give a fuck at all they steal from humans one of the only birds to actively steal from human beings they don't, they're not afraid at all uh they actually are the apex predator in their niche so there's nothing that actually goes after them Even large fish don't really take them down because they just fly away most of the time. And, uh, yeah, they're extremely adaptable. They can live in the middle of the ocean or in the middle of a city. Seagull, solid fucking pick for number eight, Dom. I got to give it to you.
0: Yeah, my only argument against this is that I think it should be higher on the list. Agreed. I would have put it number five (laughs)
1: originally, but I'm going to opt out of that because I'll lose my backups.
0: We'll we'll keep it at number eight. I mean, eight is... We got it here. It's still top ten. It's a fucking solid... It's it's a uh, it fits some of my favorite category of birds just because it fits a uh, a well-rounded bird. I mean there are absolutely crazy numbers of these fucking things. They're super agile as far as like um, adjusting to new new situations, new environments, new changes in the world, changes in people. Uh, they obviously can live with people um, and be fucking dicks if they want to be, but also be not getting people's shit. Um, solid bird, solid fucking bird. Versatile, versatile bird right here what the gray seagull the european gray gov gray bird what's it called uh european herring gull european herring gull uh i think takes the cake for number eight i'm giving it to it
1: hell yeah can i put can i at least put my vote in because i know i agree with them but like, i should at we least all put just my like i got
0: votes too for number eight but <laughs> I mean, you didn't really even say around. yours
1: yet For Christ's sake. <laughs> No, fuck it. It wins.
0: All right, I'll tell you mine. I mean, <laughs> it's probably I'll,
1: gonna win, but I'll, t- but I'll mean, tell you mine. I mean, actually, I'm no, pissed no, I've off been that great. Dominic started first on this round. because it's, it's, it's a shoe in, and I already. And like, the first thing. Is, uh, no, yeah.
2: I, I want to hear about the other ones that you had. Hey,
1: oh, I bet you. Say, do. You know what they
0: say? A shoe in is just I'm a bird in the bush.
2: <laughs> right. I think you mean a shoe, Bill? Shut the fuck up. That's another <laughs> one of my picks.
4: You might tell us your fucking number. Shut, you I, didn't,
2: I didn't say it was one of mine. I just named <laughs> it. I know a lot about birds. So do I, you bitch. You're never going first again. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I don't care. Right, John,
0: tell <laughs> no, us I'm your fucking, fucking you. shitty number eight pick. All right, let's just go. Let him do it. No, come <laughs> on. You go Let first. Let you mine. Your turn. Take the mic.
1: I, 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 just blew up, I just blew up Dominic's pick the whole time. All right. You're going to be all right. All right. We're going to have problems. Pick, my number eight pick, Um, I I think, is a respectable bird. I think you guys both agree with me here. Um, My number eight pick is the great blue heron. Fucking awesome bird. Mm, If anyone's seen these flying over a river or a marsh, you think of how majestic they are flying in the sky. This big ass bird gets up to four and a half feet tall. Yeah. It's basically like a modern pterodactyl out there. Four and a half feet tall with a six and a half foot wingspan. It's a living dinosaur. You know, it dominates the water, the air and the land. It can go anywhere it wants to. It survives mostly on fish. It's native to North America, which is one of our only wild exotic looking birds we have. North America is famous for having the most boring looking animals in the world, but the great blue heron is definitely uh, the exception that proves that rule. And uh, it's just cool as hell. The great blue heron, it's a good symbol of the, uh, the American South and Southeast, but it actually comes as far North as Canada and as far South as Central America. The great blue heron, folks, looks way cooler than a seagull.
2: You are true. You are true. Jeez. You are right.
1: I am both. Thank you. That's great, Joe.
4: Thank
3: you.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, now, g- now for give the your Seagull. pick, and I'm going to give you the full respect that you deserve and not gank okay. your shit like you just did to mine, you bitch. <laughs> All right, take
0: me seriously,
1: please.
4: I'll please. try. I'm okay, serious. okay, okay, Mary Jane Watson. <laughs> I'll take you seriously.
0: All right, my number eight pick, The Robin. I- I'm already mad. But- <laughs> I'm furious.
1: Are you trying to make me mad? <laughs> Is it a Canadian Robin you. this time? Come up with it. Oh, my God. This guy. It was his idea for this Jesus podcast. Jesus Christ. All right. It and we haven't even started yet. I'm just trying to piss you off.
0: Mission accomplished. <laughs> accomplished. All right. I
1: didn't think I'd have to
0: pull this one out right now, but I'm going to do it.
1: No, what's your list? You don't have to pull anything out if you don't want. It's to. It's fucking
0: constantly changing because I we can't all agree that the number eight pick should clearly be the gray billed seagull. No, no, I don't. It'll... I
1: don't get you. Don't have to. You don't get to re you re up on your shit. I'm not gonna put the kookaburra again and try to try it luck at number five. If it loses, it loses. Robin's out. Robin cannot continue anymore. Them's the rules. Moving well, on.
0: I I think that my number eight can't compete with what Dominic said. So I didn't want to say it because then it'll get out.
1: And then I'm well, you're the one nothing. who shat on uh, the rest of them so much. Now you got to fucking lay it on the table. It's going out. Yeah, What's I'll your number eight pick? Right.
0: I guess I'm going to have to pick a shitty bird then. Oh, stand by your pick. Stand by your pick. It's not going to win. I want well, this. The Great Blue Heron isn't going
1: to win either, but I still had to defend it a little bit. I mean, have a little fucking respect for your list. I mean, you're really backing down early. And Dom, I didn't even try. He just said, I, it's cool. I like it. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I got a bird. <laughs> At a least he did that. you're already bird. backing down. I got a bird that I like for number eight.
0: All right, you ready? It's called the American Woodcock.
2: The American Woodcock. Fucking yeah. great name. I love the name.
0: Yeah. Yeah. American Woodcock. And it's I actually
2: saw two American Woodcocks in my backyard last Friday. You shouldn't no be? shit. Can you I'm tell us serious. about it a little bit? Uh so Joe, this is what you're gonna do. Go on YouTube, look up funky American woodcock, and then share your screen.
0: Also referred to as the
1: timberdoodle.
2: Oh, never heard that before. That's two great names. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the first name was already fucking great. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, all right, hold on. I'll get in the shared screen. Yep, up. Pull this bitch up. So this is the American woodcock. I'm sure yeah. Dylan as much as he knows about it is how cool its name is, which is as far as I'm concerned, all I need to know about it. Absolutely but, yeah. important in the decision-making process of yeah. top ten birds. I
2: absolutely saw them doing this dance, and it is their uh, mating dance to attract. It's, it's the it's other the dance birds. of their people. All right, so for the
1: listeners, I'm sorry, but you're just gonna have to watch the YouTube one. This is where all the good shit happens. The American woodcock and its uh its mating dance. Ooh,
0: spicy. Damn.
1: Uh-huh,
3: uh-huh, uh-huh.
2: saw them doing that that's actually what they do
1: oh that's fantastic the american woodcock
2: what a a great dance american
1: woodcock i'm sure it eats something or it does something we don't know
2: i'm I'm sure i'm sure it eats something yes
0: don't know but it is clearly has a new thing that i didn't know about best dancer of the birds Holds a oh, solid. Highly picture. contentious. Uh, I highly contentious. A lot of good bird dancers. I know, but that one's pretty good. But it Very does good. have a record. Can anyone guess what the record for the American woodcock is that puts it potentially on our list of top 10 birds? Biggest cock. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, I didn't actually even see that coming. Um, oh, no, it has a wood cock. Neither did kidding. she. Um, um, uh, Dominic, any guesses besides cocks?
4: uh
2: something about beak length yeah biggest beak to skull ratio maybe nope um it is
0: the slowest bird (laughs) (laughs) that's because it's strutting it's
1: stuff everywhere that's right it's It's not about it's not about the speed it's about how long you can make it last baby yeah because it just can't
0: stop fucking getting down i love it always but maybe that could be honestly true but it's um its top speed is 222 centimeters per second um did anyone go to math school here do you want to convert that to actual shit? <laughs> or are we on bug time? I'm trying to convert that. And I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, That
1: takes three more steps. And we're not willing to do it. Oh, suffice to say anything that you measure in centimeters per second is
2: not going anywhere fast. Yeah, I think it's snails it's are probably must, on that scale. It must be similar to inches per second, mm-hmm. which is, you know, fast. pretty slow. Very
1: good though. I think all around great, great picks. Obviously uh, we are already agree with dominic's paper beforehand I think it should be higher. Uh, i am
2: changing my vote to the american woodcock all right <laughs> because now i know this firsthand they have incredible camouflage i almost stepped on one because i didn't notice it in the leaves. oh yeah
1: tell us a story about how you saw them in your backyard because i don't think nope. i've ever seen these in the wild i don't remember ever no seen this one. was the first time
2: i even told my grandmother who like raised my dad in this house and she's never even seen one in this yard uh I was in the yard playing disc golf and I was trying to walk through the woods to get a disc that I threw terribly. I don't, I shouldn't have said that, but oh, well, and I was walking and I saw a bird. Now that you mentioned it very slowly. Just, it just walked away from me. It didn't run, it didn't fly, it just walked. <laughs> <laughs> so I stopped. And I was like, I've never seen that thing before. <laughs> and I, I squatted down to take a picture and I almost stepped on the other one and ah. it started walking away. And I noticed that because they have the eyes on the side of their heads, like a lot of birds do, the thing was watching me from behind while walking forward.
1: Wow. Wow.
4: Damn. wow. Yeah.
1: So it seems like they rely so heavily on their camouflage, they don't have to escape quickly. They're just kind of standing there. The other one was so close to you stepping on it because I figured if it moves, it might see me. So I just stood there all camouflaged yeah. up. No need to go fast if no one can see
2: you. Exactly. And then here I come. Messing up their mating ritual because they were both doing the, the funky dance. They were doing the <laughs> funky woodcock. Getting cock blocked
0: by Dominic <laughs> <in there.
2: laughs> and woodcock blocked. An American woodcock, woodcock blocked. Block.
0: But uh, Dominic, uh, don't forget regarding disc golf. Um, heroes never die, but legends live forever. So don't worry about the you know overshoot
2: because
1: you uh, well, it's heroes are remembered, but legends never die. But uh, no, yeah, no we're big, close. No, yeah, I don't
2: care. My home course is not a PDGA approved course. That doesn't really matter anyways.
1: Right. So we'll let this one go. The Great Bambi.
2: That's right.
0: So uh, my vote, shockingly, is still for the Seagull.
1: My vote is also for the Seagull. The American Woodcock had a nice showing, not only with dance, but with the awesome story. But I can't let the Seagull go without being on the list. So I vote for the Seagull. The Woodcock got got,
0: got a good fucking shout out. Yeah. it definitely deserves
1: respect on the list.
2: Yeah. This was definitely a series of unfortunate events because I had American Woodcock as number four. Oh! And- <laughs> oh <laughs> damn. The only, reason, the only reason I had the Herring Gull so low is because I didn't think you guys were going to like it. That would have been, like, number five for me.
1: Switched it around. It took my it took my <laughs> earlier uh, yeah. eagle pick, and we took your Woodcock That's all right. Pick.
2: That's, that's how it goes.
1: That's how she fucking that's that, that, that. As the crow flies, you know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah, we're going to have... Um, yeah, the, the, uh, the, the Seagull in the number eight slot locked in. Number eight. Number seagull.
0: Eight Motherfucking Seagull.
1: Number seven will be our next uh, pick coming up here. I'll lead this one off as the rotation <clears throat> moves on. My number seven pick uh, originally was going to be the rose ring parakeet, which is a part of the parrot family, which I've now uh, eliminated because we are essentially picked that as the cockatoo, which is also a great pick, deserves to be on the list. I'm glad a parrot got on the list because it would have been a shame if we went through the full top ten without getting a parrot in there somewhere. They're fucking no awesome. question. Uh, so I'm gonna pull in my substitute as I off the bench. This one also needs to be mentioned, even if it didn't get voted in, and that is the hummingbird. Just one of the most impressive birds to ever exist. So unique, so amazing. Their hearts beat hundreds of times per minute actually thousands of times per minute 100 times per second kind of deal and these things are constantly having to move back and forth and eating nectar almost every day of their life or they'll die just constantly burning calories and as dylan taught me earlier this week that the only bird that can fly backwards they actually can hover in place with their wings beating nearly as fast as a an insect or a bee hovering and, and pushing down the air in a cyclone below them, just making them able to float in there. They zip around like a bug, but they're a bird. And they can dive and dart all around. Actually, the hummingbird can dive and fly up to 51 miles per hour, which I thought was, again, very impressive for such a small bird. They can zip around all over the place. They look beautiful, come in thousands of colors, and there's hundreds of species. I could not put it on the list, the hummingbird. My number seven pick the top 10 birds (sighs) that's a good one
2: solid bird i
0: think you're up next how many birds
2: solid fucking bird that is a really good bird uh my number seven is uh i'm sure there are different species but i don't look that deep into it is the toucan
1: toucan it's a good bird i'm glad that got up on the list too because i I debated putting it on mine tell us about the toucan
2: toucan Toucan sam uh they make a great cereal called Fruit Loops, whose mascot is a toucan. <laughs> they do, yep. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't look anything off of this bird. Just like the seagull, it looks cool. As I mean, I could be wrong. I'm just guessing here. It has to have, I'm guessing, the the largest, if not one of the largest beaks in the world, The world, In the whole world. <laughs> you can quote him <laughs> on that. In the birds. I'm not correcting that, that. Has to
1: be true. It's massive. It's not, it's not just trademark. the length;
2: it's the actual size of it. I mean, its beak yeah, is the size it's, of its head. Have you ever seen the skull? It's like this much beak, then like the skull is like very, very tiny, like a plum. <laughs> and uh <laughs> much like a plum. <laughs> Thank you for, for, for the listeners out
1: there. Thank you for describing the size.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, so they typically live about 20 years, and they usually max out around 26. So you know. uh, good blank for a bird that i mean they're not that big mm-hmm. i think they're they're one of the birds they definitely looking at pictures right now they seem bigger than they are like they're definitely smaller than that red parrot well, yeah that, that, that beak real, really real... is
1: a lot of heavy lifting for them especially in yeah. sight guys you think the teacan's a big old bird like a parrot but it's actually pretty tiny that beak does a lot of the work for it it's home is the amazon rainforest if i'm not mistaken to another south american bird much like uh the, the, the macaw yeah. cockatoo
2: yeah, so they, they range between 1.4 pounds and seven and a half ounces, depending on the species that you can.
1: Not even a pound. You want that big beak on them. Yeah. I think those hollow bones for that. Nice and light. Which is what birds have, hollow bones, most of them. Makes them easier to fly.
2: Oh, is that why we can't fly? We can't fly because we don't believe. That Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'll- our power to weight
0: ratio i think is a big part to do with it as well we'll get into that later with birds but
1: absolutely <clears throat> i think that I, I, power to I weight that surface
0: area big 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 piece of it
1: we're totally not aerodynamic just- at all and i think that if a human was able to gain lift like a bird we'd have to have a 30 foot wingspan something like that just because of how heavy we are and how fat we are you would need 30 foot wings to lift us up it'd be insane
0: yeah. And it's not possible to be able to have the strength to push those wings down with 30, with 15 feet on each side, given the muscles we have. So the more muscle, the more weight, just like this endless cycle.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. The uh, battle of evolution. And that's why birds are so impressive. They can just gain flight, just take right off and soar through the air,
0: which brings up my number seven, seven. Yep. Number seven. Yes. Number seven bird. It has to do with the theory of evolution. Charles Darwin was witnessing a... uh, uh, Maybe he had his bird feeder set up or something. Um, He was in the Galapagos. While developing his theory of evolution by natural selection, he was watching finches. Solid number seven bird. They're everywhere. They somehow know where the bird feeder is always. They're the first ones to show up. They're small to medium size. and, um, And they're fucking just... They're just friendly, good-feeling birds. I happen to just really like the finch.
1: That's an absolutely solid pick, especially because not only are they cool, they come in hundreds of different varieties, and they're, like you said, instrumental in understanding, understanding the theory of evolution. If it wasn't for finches, we might not understand evolution in the way we do now, or it might have taken an extra 100 years to figure it out. Finches are so diverse in such a small area, it makes them very easy to study, the small changes in each species to to learn how they could maybe be uh, seed eaters or bug eaters, more based in the land or the sea or the air. I mean, finches are definitely an amazing pick for top 10 birds. I think they definitely deserve their spot on the list, if not just for their historical significance. They also sound pretty great if you hear them chirp.
0: Yeah, they're chirping good. And also another fun fact about finches is they uh, were the first ever carbon monoxide detectors in the, from the coal mining industry i'm not sure how they detected it but they likely
1: just dropped dead um so it was they... a canary a finch then is that what we're saying because canary in a coal mine is a very common expression not just because of what it is actually they would use canaries to um, see if they died first their little lungs couldn't take it and then the miners would know to get out there fast it says
0: finches and canaries were, were used in the uk um, so so you're telling me that they just fall
1: out of the sky and die I'm not telling you that at all. I'm saying the expression is not a finch in a coal mine. It's a canary in a coal mine.
0: Okay. All right. All right. So we got a, we got a situation here. So, so those are our top three picks for number seven.
1: Solid picks all around. Again, I'm impressed with everyone's picks. You guys want to vote? We want to vote? What
0: what do we got again? We got, um... we have
1: the hummingbird, the toucan and the finch, which is again, you picked an entire category of birds, kind of cheating.
2: Totally fine though. Oh, I fair. did that too, though. So and so did you. So, <laughs> yep, we all did. It's
0: hard. It's, it's been. Uh, it's There's been like six hummingbirds. Uh, yeah, it's been six <laughs> months since my last American Birders Association meeting. So, <laughs> I'm a little rusty. <laughs> I'm a little rusty. <laughs> <laughs>
3: all right. All right. Uh, how do we want to vote here?
1: Uh, I'm going to vote for Hummingbird. I, I can't imagine Hummingbird not making it on the list. It's just such a cool bird, it's so unique and beautiful. Mm,
2: yeah. I, I'm going to go for Hummingbird just because, yeah, toucans look cool, but I just don't know enough about them to actually vote for them to be number seven on the list for the top 10 birds.
0: Yeah, so toucans are fucking really awesome. And I, I love toucans, Agreed. they make me really happy. I, I've never seen one, but I do, I really love knowing that they're there. That's a good thing for me. Um, finches are, are just day, day-to-day pleasure, depending on... I mean, I, I guess that I don't know how many continents they live on, but they're, they're a good chunk of, of, of good shit. I think but almost um, every
1: continent, if you account I'd for say every, so. spe- every yep. species of finch, yeah, all over. But the, uh,
0: the hummingbird is just too goddamn cool to not take the spot on the top 10 list at number seven. I think we're coming in with the
1: hummingbird hummingbird number seven pick the top
2: 10 birds
0: long needle like nose to get nectar out of uh, the hummingbird feeder that's what they get their food from
2: yeah, yeah. i've actually seen videos <laughs> where you can uh you take those little flower shaped cups that they have on the feeders you can put red lipstick on and put the feeder in your mouth and they'll actually fly up to you and they'll think your mouth's a flower and eat out of it
1: that's so fucking hot dude <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, I just want to just let you know how happy I am that you brought that up because um, I have no plans tomorrow.
2: <laughs> well, I want pictures if you do have that set up.
0: <laughs> I'll put it in my, uh, my, my photo book of uh, different animals eating uh, sour cream off my tongue and uh, we'll add that on there just for... for... <laughs> <laughs> for uh for you know uh, one day when savers gets a bunch of old people's shit they find this album full of uh 30-ish year old male having animals eat food out of his mouth photo album so it's cool. a good addition
1: so hot oh yeah okay so I, i'm sorry i'll keep running them down now i don't know why i thought i could memorize this uh sure, so, our num- so our number seven pick is the hummingbird a number eight pick the seagull a number nine pick, uh, which beat out the Roadrunner and uh, I think the the Robin. What was it? Your pick, Dom? Um, the
2: puffin. puffin.
1: The Puffin. The number nine pick, the Puffin. And the number 10 pick, I also can't remember. Cockatoo. Cockatoo. Thank you. I, I won't forget again. I'm writing them down now. Yeah, sure. You guys want to take a quick commercial break? Yeah.
4: All right.
0: Afternoon, and welcome to the podcast, guys. Today's podcast is brought to you by Wormtown Brewing over in our neighbor city, Worcester, specifically their Bee Hoppy beer. Every day I like to start my day off with a B-Hoppy. Gets me going, gets me really feeling the mood to get into the podcast zone. It, I can't do this because it's up top. Joe
1: Wormtown Brewing. It's one of the best breweries in all of New England. And if you want a, a popular and delicious IPA that's refreshing and potent, yet smooth and delectable. You can go for Be Hoppy. Don't worry. Be Hoppy. <laughs> it's
0: perfect. I got nothing to add. He
3: rocks in the all day long, happy there, a all the really rock, rock. We're
0: down to number six. We're one Number bird six. off from top five birds of 2021. <laughs> alright I'm going to go first because I haven't done that yet. <clears throat> Number six bird from me, Dylan, the peregrine falcon. Oh, Ooh, solid, solid fucking bird. We've got not only an apex predator, doesn't really have any known fucking killers but it also holds the top speed record of all birds clocking in at 242 miles an hour we have the peregrine falcon which happens to live in cities as well as not cities so it holds a couple (laughs) different categories here of being able to what am i wrong
2: I was laughing cities as well
1: Cid-ies. as not cities. You're fucking Shakespeare. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what You're fucking Shakespeare. Well, well, what they This is my about... number 2 pick by the way. You're you're <laughs> janking right now at number 6. How dare you. How fucking no brainer. How do you have seagull. it so low? It's the coolest <laughs> bird in the world. Even number 6 pick, you fucking moron. Well, clearly it's not the coolest bird. If it, was, if it, it is was, the coolest bird. It's definitely the coolest bird. Number so why 6. Is it your number what do you two? have above <laughs> this? What the fuck is wrong with you people? It's It's fucking payback. It's
0: fucking payback for taking Siegel away from number two. That's what it. That was
1: my. That was my number five pick. (laughs) (laughs) This is this is what you get. This is the part of the podcast. We didn't (coughs) tell each other we picked beforehand, so we're always in danger of this happening. But putting Peregrine Falcon this low, I'm about to defend you. I'm definitely going to vote for yours. My number six pick is not going to be this. Please continue
0: all right yeah it's number six it's fucking awesome it's a sick bird but it does not it's not as universal as other birds it's pretty fucking good at like picking off pigeons from mid-flight while they're just having a fucking day It just goes bings hits one then comes back and picks up its dead body and they live in cities and not cities and it's fucking sick as
1: i don't really know what else i need to say besides it it is it is cool as fuck
2: absolutely
0: fucking
1: bird so, yeah, it's, it's built you. for dive bombing, unlike most birds of prey that are built to uh, coast and float over the air look for their prey. They're built to stand at the top of a high perch, whether a cliff or, nowadays, skyscrapers. Look for their prey, dive bomb down, like Dylan said, an excess of 240 miles an hour. Snipe them out of the air and kill them. And unlike a lot of animals in the past 200 years, they're actually completely uh, not on the endangered list at all. They're actually thriving. They work so well with humans and cities that they've been doing better than ever. And their range on the planet is the second highest range of any bird species in the entire world. They live almost everywhere because they can live in any city in the world. Peregrine falcon, fucking
0: great falcon, fucking great bird. But also, don't forget that it's it's if it was number if we are fighting for number two, we'd be fighting against everyone else's number two. So it might be good. right. That it's it's on the list because well yeah I mean, I mean you'll win the,
1: I mean you'll win this one when you pick a, a pick that good and put it this low on the list you definitely will win I'm, I can to tell you right now I'm I'm probably gonna vote for it because it was my number two pick how could I vote against it anyways uh yeah good good fucking shit Dominic you're up next
2: before I'll give my number. yeah I know it's not gonna win but I was gonna say the peacock which peacock actually no is not the real name of the bird it's called pe- the peacock is just the male. Ah, like yeah. how a chicken a rooster is a cockerel it's really mm-hmm. called the pea fowl right um the and peacock i'm cock sure... is a
1: cool one and the pea yeah. hen is a boring ass one no one cares about which is probably yeah, why the species is synonymous that. with just the it's peacock, like calling chickens the with a the giant... rooster
2: yeah uh yeah i mean peacocks we all know not the biggest bird giant fucking feathers in the back beautiful there's actually a farm in Berlin, Mass, that has a couple of peacocks, and when you drive by, sometimes they f- they're uh, at full mast. I'll be going. I think there, there has to be. I think it's it has to be happening.
1: contender for the loudest bird, though, because not only is it have a super loud call, ah! you can hear from a mile away. It's yeah. so fucking loud. They also have the loudest feathers you can see those from from mile away too there's a giant plumage in the back of them they're beautiful and crazy birds they should at least be mentioned on the list the peafowl definitely mentioned
0: the list i just bought four feathers last week i'm not kidding you no shit how'd you get them um i go to this crazy farm and they have all sorts of weird shit and i saw them out there and i was like how much of those like oh they're four dollars a feather i was like sure
2: it's not bad at all no, oh, I so don't they, know, do they I don't have know a peacock
0: on the
1: farm and they just, whenever the feathers fall off, they sell them?
0: No, no, he's a big
1: like farm
0: guy. So he, um, he, he's in connection with a lot of different farms. Like he has a lot of Mormon stuff. So maybe he's, he's there's some farm in Pennsylvania that like he like sells all this Mormon stuff. That, that's
2: shit. Amish. Sorry, yeah. It's Amish. Amish. Yeah, Amish. yeah <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> Sorry. Pennsylvania. Sorry, Sorry. Romney Amish. would be furious right now.
0: Amish, he has all his Amish. Weird owl would stuff, be so equally they as They have them, I don't know, but there's like Amish brooms, Amish peacocks, Amish honey, like I don't know. That's where I got them. That's wild. So the p the p fowl for number six, great contender, great contender, and they though absolutely and Dominic mentioned it, but they that's just how they mate. They just go like this with their feathers in front of a girl, and then they go, "Do you like this? Are you impressed?" Let's it's uh, not kids. not.
2: Not too far off from flashing a Rolex in a bar in Boston.
0: Yes. You surely would be a a cock if you did that. A great way to pick up chicks is just show your Rolex to them.
3: Ah! Proven
0: proven method. (laughs) Flashy. Tried and true. Tried and true method. Guaranteed success.
1: All right. So for my number six pick. Looking
0: for them. They're not all dead yet. Just saying.
3: It's true. It's true.
1: My number six pick is going to go in against two amazing contenders. It's the, unlike the flashy guy, with the Rolex, or the guy who literally just won um, the Indy 500 showing up at a bar. We got the workhorse, the American bird. I associate it with North America so much that when I hear the sound of this bird, that's how I know I'm in the woods. Oh, I'm shit. going camping. And of course I have the pileated woodpecker or you oh. picture as a woodpecker. The woodpecker with the big red mohawk on its head, the big tall yeah. one, rap tap tapping on those trees. I think it's such a fucking cool bird. It really is the master of gravity. It can go completely upside down, right side up, latch on the side of that thing. It can fly as a bird and it has to smash its skull thousands of times a day into the side of a tree and doesn't even knock itself out. If you do that one time, you'd be knocked the fuck out. But lucky for them, they've evolved that they have their tongue wrapped completely around their skull to add a cushion so every time they slam their head up against that tree the tongue acts as a cushion against that skull bashing against it that way they don't get concussed and then once they make a hole in the tree they use that big long tongue to slink on in there and take all the ants and whatever beetles and bugs out of there they suck them right out so i pick for number six it's the pileated woodpecker aka what you know as the american woody woodpecker
3: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> that's,
2: a- <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a solid bird i i want to throw in with the woodpecker really quick because you know we're, we're trying to do the like you know someone said cockatoo we're not going to talk about all the other different kinds of cockatoo i'm just yeah, gonna yeah. throw an honorable mention out for the yellow-bellied sapsucker mm. which is those small little yep. woodpeckers little. it is my dad's favorite bird mostly just because of the name
0: no definitely and yellow on a bird is always fucking cool like yeah. I, I, that was Agreed. on the list it's not on my list but it was on a list that i was looking at i'm highly respectable bird um definitely gets a cheers i will mention bird. the yellow bellied sapsucker yep. on the the, on the, yep. uh, the group of the woodpecking birds of north america yep. for sure definitely i just want everyone to just picture yourself being a bug inside of a tree and then this fucking tongue comes in there and how scary that must be very scary hell here's johnny
2: it's basically the shining for bucks
0: <laughs> yep absolutely or or in war of the worlds when the the robotic snake arm comes down while they're in the basement and like works its way around the basement to yeah, try to find them escape also another horror movie reference it's a good one too
1: mm-hmm.
0: shout out tom cruise um
1: <laughs> so so we're gonna have because dylan started the round off we're gonna have dom vote first then me then dylan on this one our number six in the top 10 birds Please. I got to go with the
2: peregrine falcon. That was this round, right?
1: That was this round.
2: Okay, peregrine falcon.
1: Peregrine falcon. I think that the woodpecker deserves a, a mention as much as the peacock or the peafowl, as we said. I'm glad they came up on the list. It would have been a fucking shame if the peafowl didn't show up at some point here. But it's a no-brainer. I had it at my number two. Cannot vote for it. Coolest fucking bird in the world, peregrine falcon. Unanimous decision, I think.
0: Yeah, it's just it's synonymous with how just life works. You know, if you get in the ring, it, you know, depending on the rules, you don't get to choose your what weight class you're in, and, and unfortunately, we have got two fucking badass birds. Per- uh, we got uh, and the peregrine falcon comes out on top. <laughs> <The> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the woodpecker, the fastest are animal great on the planet. Birds, but there's the- no
1: faster animal on the planet. They can go as fast as a human can with the intense technology that we have with stock car racing that bird can go it just naturally jumping off a building it's so impressive they're amazing peregrine falcon yeah the
0: the the mclaren f1 held the title for fastest car in the world for over 10 years at 200 about 240 miles an hour wow that's this car we made in the 90s all the way through some of the 2000s until i think the bugatti might have beat it yeah yeah Yeah.
2: Uh,
1: well deserving for the i mean that is such a fucking power-packed uh, first half of our list as we creep into the top five the heaviest hitters of the bird list i don't see how we can go from here gentlemen it's gonna be a tough fight we have so far the cockatoo the puffin the seagull the hummingbird the peregrine falcon i mean this is a fucking heavy hitter list no doubts about it these birds were built different that's fucking right so who's up now so oh. dominic's gonna start this round as we get into the top
2: five birds well I had to do a little bit of research during our commercial break because so many of my birds even my backups have already been eliminated
1: it's or, tough out here I've been doing a lot of note taking in the middle of the day
2: el- eliminated or chosen mm-hmm. so I'm going to go with uh, the black throated loon <laughs> <laughs> better than a peregrine
0: falcon <laughs> just based off of its position in our
1: category. (laughs) I've also heard, when I used to work in the hospital, I worked in the mental health floor to serve dinner, and I've heard more than one person be called that. I don't think it was respectful particularly, but I've definitely heard people be called black throated loon. loon. loon, loon. Uh,
2: No, basically, I I was just going to do loons in general because they're cool birds. They look cool. They make cool sounds. You don't see a lot of them because they're endangered. There's actually lead fishing weights are illegal in new hampshire because of how uh they destroyed the habitats for the loons mm-hmm. uh, but the black throated loon out of i think there's like four different kinds is the coolest looking one it's just almost entirely black with some gray and red eyes
1: and they make such a cool noise i'll see if i can't pull off the sound of the loon while, while you uh
2: completely defend the loon here it's gonna be tough to defend against i, our- I I mean, I, I I think I'm pretty much done defending it. It's just like well, the goal. defend it a little bit longer while I find the loon
1: noise, you fucking asshole. I'm doing it find for you. So well, you should have done for five more, more it.
2: seconds. Oh, no, hold on, hold on. I got.
1: This.
2: <laughs> I'm doing it right now. If you can't defend it for five more seconds, <laughs> you
1: motherfucker.
2: Right. Uh, they're cool. <laughs> I got nothing else, man. I. <laughs> I'm, I'm dangerously close to uh, just bullshitting my way through the rest of this video.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> got a cool bird. spliny and occasional.
1: This stupid white guy started talking during it. Anyway, it sounds something like this, and it, it sounds cool as fuck. If you ever been in New Hampshire or Maine and gone in the woods and you hear this in the middle of the night? It's a fucking amazing sound to hear. you love to hear it. They mostly live on lakes.
0: No kidding. Yeah, oh
1: it's a haunting noise but they just oh yeah
0: worth cool. it man i didn't know that's what that noise was
1: that's, a, that's yeah, the, bra- the black throated loon and it definitely deserves to be um
2: look at that frog
1: in contention for the number five
0: no question fucking-
1: and I, we'll put a picture up for obviously we'll put a picture for up for all the birds but it looks very cool too
0: it creates feeling and emotion in the listener no question yeah. i mean yeah.
2: i i remember i remember the first time I probably should have said this while you were looking for the video, but I just thought of it. No problem. I, re- I remember the first time I saw a loon. I was up at my cousin Sam's house in New Hampshire. And we he started walking- doing
1: backflips and going. Blah, blah, blah.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> then he pulled a loon out of his pocket and set it free like a magician releasing their doves. Uh no, we were just walking along the lake and we didn't hear it. It just kind of started swimming out from this cove that you like you couldn't even see the coves all surrounded with trees and stuff. And he was like, oh, that's the loon I've been hearing. And we look over and there's another one coming from the other end of the lake. And they were like, ended up meeting in the middle. And so we think it was like a male and a female that like lived on separate ends of the lake that like went to meet each other.
1: So romantic, dude. I love it. Romantic. That's my loon story. Great loon. Hell yeah. Number six contender. The black-throated loon. My number five contender I had to pull another one off the bench because it was going to be the seagull, which is already solidified on the list. Another one that I couldn't help but put on the list, at least up for contention, I would feel you know, remorse if we didn't actually mention it. One of the most impressive birds on the planet who survives in inarguably the harshest climate on the entire planet for most of the year. And thrives there. I'm talking, of course, about the emperor penguin. Arch of the penguins themselves. Just an amazing bird. Uh, They are a flightless bird, much like some of the other larger birds that exist. But they can grow up to, you know, three to four feet tall. Uh, They can swim in the water up to 30 miles an hour. They're zipping around in there under the water and they just survive in the worst place on earth to be alive, but they do it, you know, as best as anything survives anywhere. They just adapt to it. There's these giant things lumbering around, walking around, wearing their tuxedos. The classic image of the penguin, the bird that shows you, you don't need to be flapping around with big fucking feathers to be a great bird. You can be the emperor penguin, which is the emperor of the penguins, the king penguin, Emperor Penguin in contention for the penguins. I'm putting it at number five. Top
2: birds, please. Voiced by Elijah Wood in Happy Feet.
1: <laughs> and by...
2: <laughs> and and uh, Hugh Jackman's also in that movie.
1: <laughs> Rob Williams, I almost said, but he's a rock penguin.
2: But yes, yes, Emperor Penguin's number five in the penguin
1: category. Put it on the board, please. Thank you. On the board for
0: number five, we get the penguin. And uh, number five brings in the first bird I've gotten to fight with. And that is going to be the uh, Canada Goose. <laughs>
1: yes. <If> As <laughs> so you said you're going to fight bird. with it, I was like, it's going to be the Canadian Goose, yes. the fucking fightingest, bitchiest, brawliest bird out there.
0: Yep. I've got a list of birds that I have fought, and the goose is a solid contender for annual fights by me. I fight them every year. Um, potentially going to fight one in a couple of days. Lining up in the ring with the goose. They fucking fuck, man. They will fuck you and they will fight you. They might not fuck oh, you, but yeah. they will fuck you up and fight you. Hell so um, what makes a fucking Canada goose or just geese in general sick as fuck? They travel thousands of miles in the winter. Which uh, is quite like uh, Florida, uh, what do they call those people?
1: Oh, uh, snowbirds. Snowbirds. Floridians.
0: Floridians. Snowbirds. Light. <laughs> yes um uh yeah it's just a good bird they're not going anywhere they're territorial they may for life
1: they're no. not going anywhere besides thousands of miles that's every Florida. year
0: i'm just saying being uh you know uh extinct <laughs> that's not no accurate. no no i see what you're saying i'm just uh, it's, it's a, a heavy-bodied waterfowl um somewhere in between a duck and a swan they live for like 15 years they uh plants insects and invertebrates like uh what
2: is that turtle
1: invertebrates no
2: no, like frogs,
1: right? amphibians Frog? are no. Uh, those are amphibians. And invertebrates invertebrates are, are like squid like and octopuses and stuff. worms. Yeah, that means they have no spine at all. Ah, worms. Invertebrates, no spine.
0: Yep. So, um, that's what I know about geese. Um, and uh, every time I've gotten a fight with them, they're incredibly, incredibly aggressive. Joe did a project on them. In they're mean. Grade about that, they actually have a,
1: a amygdala. Uh, no, no, I didn't learn a project. on I got a question wrong on a test. And then I had to argue with the teacher about it. And she still didn't. The question was, I remember that um, it was trying to see if it was um, a metaphor, if it was facts. And it was like, the, the goose looked at me with hate in its eyes. And I said, that's not, it's obviously a metaphor. And she was like, no, no, it's a fact. And they go, a goose can't look at you with hate <laughs> in its eyes. Goose don't have the ability to hate. Hate. They have the ability to be angry and aggressive, but they don't hate you. They don't see when you're not there, and they, they think about you later. <laughs> yeah, I actually yeah. i i didn't get a uh, didn't get a good grade on that, but uh, I I know I'm still right, Miss Milner.
2: Well, yeah, no, I uh, I'm backing you up on that. That is 100 percent correct. You are. They don't have right. hate in their eyes. Animals no. are, don't hate, especially well, not I've birds. Seen
0: hate. So I mean, um, it, it <laughs> I've the seen. Term. Hate. Short term hate when you're kayaking in a really small, uh, narrow passage and you have to cross. They are
1: mean as fuck. Post mating
0: yeah. season goose, so like, like, so they give birth like 30 days after they get it on, whatever, and they're sitting on their eggs. Mom sits in the eggs. Dad sits in the water and does circles, and you have to go through his little thing. You're like, ah, he'll probably swim out of the way. No, he f- gets up and flies at you with his fucking legs out, and then you mm-hmm. have to put your paddle up like this to defend him off. Happened to me more than five times it's terrifying every
1: time and those wings are strong they can break human bones if you get slapped with them too hard i mean they have to unlike those smaller birds there that have those little tiny wings to take it easy to lift it up geese weigh enough that you need big massive wings to lift yourself up so they're, they're strong as fuck they'll spit at you they'll bite at you and again much like the robin i always associate the canadian goose with uh the changing of the seasons when you start to see them fly south for the winter you start to realize you see those V formations in the sky? Oh, you hear them honking. You go, oh, the seasons are changing. They, they and as soon as you see them coming back, I always get happy. I go, oh, the geese are coming back north. That means it's starting to get nice out again. Mm-hmm. I, I love the Canadian goose for that reason. Oh, I it. wouldn't want to be friends with one, but yeah. I still, I still think they deserve to be on on the, the top ten contention for sure. But oh. the
0: good news is, before we get on to the voting on this, they do give you warning. They, like you said, they spit. They go. Pfft. They yeah. spit at you before they attack you so it's not like random psychopath shit they actually warn you pretty far in advance
2: yeah that's not hate someone hated you they would just go for it someone
0: did, go yeah. for it People they plan know.
1: it out plan a it's trap for time <laughs> it's a donny brook and the brook
0: <laughs> all right
1: what do we got here so joe your turn to vote so uh yeah so yeah don one first i'll vote first um I think that the, the, the Canadian goose and the black throated loon remind me of uh, growing up in New England so much and the changing of the seasons being in the forest. It, whenever I'm in the forest, I want I want to see a Canadian goose. I want to see a black throated loon. But unfortunately, for the sake of the top ten rank, I mean we're gonna go in top five here. I can't put the Canadian goose in the top five birds. I gotta put the penguin in I'm talking about the emperor penguin. It's my vote. I'm sticking with the emperor penguin.
0: Yep. Yep. All right. I, I also vote Penguin um, and uh, anybody who hasn't checked it out yet, Joe, be sure to pull the picture of their mouth. You didn't say it yet, but if they they smile, it is the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen <laughs> my whole life. They have sharp razor blade teeth that like face backwards or some crazy shit. It looks like a, a, a complete alien nightmare, but um, you can't not have Penguin on the list. No question. Mm-hmm. I think it's solid deserving of a number
2: five i
1: vote dominic your vote
2: well uh to quote the canadian show letter kenny if you got a problem with canada gooses you got a problem with me and i hope let me try that again joy fuck that up
1: <laughs> this stays in
2: <laughs> edit that part out this all stays right. in go ahead <laughs> fuck you all right <laughs> <laughs> to quote letter kenny the canadian sitcom if you got a problem with canada gooses you got a problem with me i suggest you let that one marinate That being said, (laughs) penguins definitely are the best out of the three of these. As much as I want to pick Loon, I can't go against the emperor penguin.
1: Solid. Again, another solid showing for all three birds. Got to give it up. Emperor penguin, our number five pick. For the top ten birds. We're going top four, baby. All
4: right, who's going first this time? Well, it's, it's kind of screwing turn, me up right?
1: because you just fucked up the order because um,
2: – Yeah, Dylan, you, you're, your spot moved on the yeah, screen. Yeah,
1: Dylan's spot moved. But I think I was going to be next, so as long as we keep the rotation, it should be just fine because now I, I am started.
2: There. I started that last one.
1: Yeah, so i So I'll, that I'll, I'll start, the cycle. No, so I'll start Wait, this so one. We
4: start?
1: Yeah. And then we're going to go clockwise from now on, but don't worry. I have a good track of what's going yeah. on here. So I'm going to do my number four pick um, to start the you number way. four. Now we're getting into the nitty as it were. My number four pick, I think, is going to be hard to follow because another type of bird that had to be on the list, and I'm glad that no one took it yet, it's going to be
4: <gasps>
1: the great no, fucking- horned owl. That's right. The great horned owl at my number four pick. It's the dread hunter of the night. The deadliest bird of prey when the sun goes down. I mean, just look at the thing. It's got horns. It's got those big eyes. It can rotate its head almost 360 degrees around. It's amazing. Uh, it can it can fly up to 40 miles per hour, and that's just at night while it's looking around, searching and hunting for any prey while the sun is down. It's just an amazing bird, and I I can't imagine it not making the top five of the list. It's the great horned owl. Ooh. Anytime you picture an owl, how it sounds like, when you hear the screech of a bird of prey, you think of the red tail hawk. And when you hear the haunting who's of the night, you're thinking of n- not only an owl, but particularly the great-horned owl. Great-horned owl, my number four pick, Who's with me. Very solid bird. So Dylan guess the next bird on the list.
0: <clears throat> solid facts, man. Great horn owl. Total badass. Um, my number four bird is going to be the albatross.
2: Ooh.
0: They are the largest wingspan of the birds at uh, between six and a half to 11 feet. Jesus Christ. They also are fucking fast. They go sixty up to 60 miles an hour, and they also are half of a parrot. They can live up to 50 years old, if not longer. So, and they do 80% of their life at sea. Very little land birds at all. Albatross is one of those birds. It's just fucking cool as fuck. Uh, it's got good shit going on. Um, They eat squid and schooling fish. So they've just consistently built themselves an environment and a uh, way to live uh, and, and reduce their, their chances of being extinct. I think it's a fucking sick bird
1: absolutely i mean it's actually a synonymous with having a giant bird on it like having an albatross on your back it's like look at that thing it's a fucking albatross it just means a giant bird and that it could survive at sea like that i mean a domain it's meant for fish and invertebrates and things like that the albatross definitely deserves to be in contention
0: solid bird pulls in a number one at something which is longer largest wingspan largest really wingspan. Cool bird
1: Dominic, let's hear your pick for the
2: number four bird. All right. Well, my number four bird also has its own number one as being the tallest bird of all time. Uh, Big Bird is a yellow bird who is eight feet, two inches <laughs> tall. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, bring it on. Bring it on.
3: Big bird. I, I will not
1: I, I will not respect that you're making a mockery of this court i don't appreciate it and i will put him in honorable mentions but i will not hear this out and you probably can't even tell what kind of bird big bird's supposed to be he's a big bird
2: i'm reading it right now he's a big bird that's what it says we never said what
1: is
0: a bird we
2: just skipped over that <laughs> i mean hey big bird is the only bird that can roller skate ice skate, dance, swim, sing, write poetry, draw, and ride a unicycle. It's true.
1: There's just no arguing that. Birds it's, uh, can't do those things besides Big Bird. He's the only one who can mean, do it.
2: I don't know the exact age, but Big Bird is pretty old. I mean, when Sesame should she start like the late 60s, early 70s. It's a pretty okay. old bird. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, 60s for sure. And the only known bird to do hallucinogenics because he sees snuffleupagus who doesn't really exist Yep. No, well no.
1: let's not forget that big bird is actually dead uh carol spinney died december 8th 2019 so unfortunately big bird's now passed hey, away
0: hey <laughs> hey wait, wait what happened that <laughs> legends never die he's
1: still around <laughs> and big, bird,
3: and big bird was born in
1: 1969 for the record just got in right of the 70s there <laughs> big bird 1969 to 2019 uh missed uh and never forgotten big bird and uh that being said i'm glad you brought him up as part of the list give us a real bird you fucking ass so please
0: uh i vote big bird
1: no <laughs> big bird deserves to be number one if, that, if he gets on the list for sure he's at least best oh, but he's not a real pretty, bird pretty good bird all right all right real Take bird. A species of bird blue
2: jay blue jay good fucking blue jays are cool my, birds my there are too many birds you see in massachusetts in the winter and you do see blue jays all year round uh i can't think of any other birds that are like that blue especially around here that you actually see naturally not in like a zoo or something and my secondary baseball team is the toronto blue jays all great also
1: boys. blue jays are a member of the Corvus family which is actually the same uh animal family as the crow so they're Nearly as smart as um, ravens and crows, not exactly, but they have a lot of the same mindsets. They can um, recognize humans. They can, you know, learn things pretty often. And like you said, they can survive the winter. they're one of the few birds that live through the winter in the entire uh, north of North America. And their range is massive. They they, they go all the way from Canada down to midway uh, down to the Carolinas, and they mm. they thrive. And they're they're beautiful. I um, mean, they they sound like shit. They go like this. That's how you know they're part of the uh, the Corvus family, but they're also a very impressive bird. The, the Blue Jay definitely deserves to be mentioned on the list. as well. I'm glad the Robin was as well, because those, those both should be up for contention, for sure.
0: Yeah, didn't Mars Attacks take its soundtrack from Blue Jays?
1: That's exactly right. A little-known yeah. fact, they took Blue Jay samples, and they slowed them down. Play a clip of Tax for the folks out we there. We're Marge talking about. Here.
0: So we got Blue Jay, we got Albatross, we got the Great Horned Owl. Who's voting on this shit first, Joe?
1: I'm gonna vote sure. first since you proposed it, and I think that Albatross has a big contention every day of the week. Like I said, largest wingspan, amazing bird, seabird. But because of the fact that the Seagull already made the list, and I think the Seagull is the definitive bird of the sea and the fact that i cannot deny that that the great horned owl should be on the list at some point i'm gonna have to uh relentlessly uh vote for the great horned owl i'm gonna vote for the great horned owl on
2: this one dominic what's your vote dominic well this is a really tough one for me because i was really looking forward to big bird but uh no it is tough because i mean as great as the blue jay is it doesn't compare to the albatross or the great horned owl uh, it's a tough one. I mean, I've never seen an albatross in real life. I've heard owls in my woods. I've never seen them. But this might not be the best reason to pick it, but because of a riddle slash video that I've showed Joe before about albatross soup, I'm gonna pick the albatross just because of how much I like that riddle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. And I mean, they're cool
2: birds. Long they long are. Stand. They are cool. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm I'm gonna go with the albatross. <clears throat> good choice
0: so um my original vote is big bird um absolutely yeah
1: if big bird was part of the list i think he should be saved for number one and how dare you put him at number four it's insulting to big bird and quite frankly it's insulting to me
2: personally joe's and Well, i i had to figure out at which point would it be okay for me to bring it up and you <laughs> only and I, I
3: had
1: and you you flew right past never and went to number four is that
2: correct it was a snap because you brought yeah the wrong time. well i've been thinking about it since number eight <laughs> <laughs> when uh one of my one of my birds got crossed off and i was like how what am i gonna replace it with my first thought was big bird obviously so i wrote it down and i was like when am i gonna use that because th- for three two and one i want to try to get pretty serious so i was like i don't want to use big bird then Right, right. Yeah, it's the last possible chance. I mean, to Big I, bird.
0: maybe you guys, I mean, I vote that we have our top 10. Then we also have like a alternate um, number one. And, and it, it, I think Big Bird could be a, a a parallel contender for number one if we are allowed, if the rules allow that. We'll see. Big, we'll
1: talk no, to Big No, we'll no, Big Bird's to, already number one. If we all vote right now, best bird is Big Bird. We talk to, we'll sure. talk about, We're talking yeah. about real birds that exist in nature, and it doesn't count on a list, unfortunately.
3: Well, well, we if we can. want to
1: bring in fish old you know, birds, I'll bring in uh, all kinds of other birds for you guys. You we'll want to do the that? Committee. But... Like what? Say one. Uh, The one from Harry Potter. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Good <laughs> <bird>. Hedwig, Hedwig. <laughs> Hedwig? Yeah. Owl,
0: so, you know, you just said that.
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah, no, that's a good question. Good, um, good uh farfetch the pokemon who has the thing the stick so okay well, okay well how many
2: pokemon yeah. do you want to bring up that are birds because there's eight generations
1: exactly
0: you see you see how tough this gets <laughs> yeah you start bringing yeah, fiction yeah. in there bring a big bird we're not giving anyone else any.
2: we're chance. not doing an
1: alternate list for fictional birds That's for another podcast this is real birds and they fucking top 10 birds all right well and- when
2: you're ready to do fictional birds give me more than a day to prepare <laughs> <laughs>
1: It could be the next one we do. <laughs> Top 10 birds, round two, fictional birds. <laughs> but please, for, for the expediency of the podcast, Dylan, would you please give us your vote if you don't mind?
0: Yeah, I mean, I've got pl- a lot of experience with owls. It is not on my I have fought list, but I see owls every week in the woods when I'm mountain biking, and they're fucking awesome. Um, they, they're incredibly, their wingspan is always so astounding in the woods. Um, they turn their head almost 360 degrees. Um, and you see that depending on what type of owl you've seen. I've seen most of the owls that you can see in New England. Um, there's one here in Marlborough that is fucking awesome. Um, he's He runs the show in the uh, Marlborough State Forest. He really does run the place, make sure everyone's in order. Um, yeah. I think and, – and just owls in general, fucking killers. They are fucking killers. You did, they are the only bird that I know of that can see at night. Yeah. Um, when the
1: sun crazy. goes down, the owl runs the show, as you said. Huge
0: competitive advantage for the owl is to be able to do shit at night. Absolutely incredible. Um, their talons can grasp, you know, PSI-wise, 10 times per, per human, which is about, let's say, 50% of a gorilla um, as far wow. as PSI of grip goes, like per square inch. Pretty fucking sick bird. Um, absolutely no question contender for number four. I vote owl.
4: Our
1: number four pick for top 10 birds, the Great Horned Owl. Second commercial break. Let's bring it on.
2: I was break. looking over my notes during the break. I realized I have more information for my bird, for my ten, nine, and eight birds, than I do for three, two, one.
4: So, wow, which is
2: yeah. things. Yeah, you have less than much. nothing. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Well, the ten, so, nine, and eight, you have to run really the tell, frac- our, what, to You know the name
2: bullshit. though, right? Or you're just gonna say this one? <laughs> so Show a picture that I drew myself. <laughs>
1: this one it looks so um uh my number two pick articuno
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why but it's cool
1: uh but yeah all right we're rocking to our number our our top three here boys
0: top three guys we're at top three everyone top three birds
1: so i do believe i started off the last round so it'll be dominic starting the uh the first mention (laughs) excuse me top three Of the top three. We're in the top three, and it's really getting a nitty-gritty time. Really heavy hitters. We're going to have to fight our way to the top to keep our birds in here. Like we said earlier, we already locked in our number one birds, and that'll be the uh, the final bout. But for number three, it's getting close here. Dominic, please give us your contender for the number three bird.
2: Well, for the number three bird, I decided to go with something that uh, hits pretty close to home just because I live in Massachusetts. The state bird of Massachusetts, the chickadee.
0: Chickadee. Interesting choice.
2: Uh, yeah. I couldn't remember what the call was, and I forgot. To, I meant to look it up, but I forgot. Yeah, I was like love,
1: chickadee. Yeah.
2: I love listening to these birds in the backyard. They're so small; I almost never see them. But it's even I mean, even tinier than a sparrow. Oh, you know they're tiny. I mean, they are uh, about four and a half inches. That's mm-hmm. it. Long, long, and and they're <laughs> very <laughs> not not hard. <laughs> <laughs> they're four and a half inches
1: hard about two and a half soft
2: cool did i say soft no no you said long i was like oh, i figured okay. long okay what, you mean wide i don't know man <laughs> that's fine
1: <laughs> I just <popped> with you. <laughs> i'm
2: just fine here
1: this is a goof one i don't have to look at my notes the whole time uh, i right would dylan and dom this is the shit i love this podcast. i have
2: to look at my notes i didn't do any fucking research
1: i'm loving this one <laughs> Uh, but yeah no a chickadee I, I mean i'm so glad i made the list I, I debated putting it on my list for sure let's hear it
2: yeah no i mean they're great birds i mean it's it ha- i think it's going to be the smallest bird definitely mentioned so far but i think by the time we get to the end i think it'll still be the smallest bird the thing weighs less than half an ounce
1: Humming, hummingbird
2: shut the fuck up <laughs> 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 damn it man See, that's what happens when i don't Besides take podcast, that definitely oops. true When I don't take the podcast seriously, I start doing stuff like that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When you take it too seriously, it's even worse. So Please don't take it Uh, seriously.
2: Oh, Yeah, chickpeas. They're fucking cool. There's uh, seven different speeches of them. Never knew that. I always thought it was just the one.
1: Me too. uh, I'm just finding this out right now.
2: It's uh, specifically the... uh... Hold on. It's specifically the black... Capped chickadee that is the state bird in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And there are six other separate species of chickadee.
1: Oh, damn. I always picture having that black head on them. Do they also change in color? Are they pretty similar looking?
2: Uh, I mean, from what I'm seeing, there's not really huge differences. Uh, Difference in size.
1: The only difference is one of them is four <laughs> inches long one of them is 12 feet tall. But besides that, I don't really see my little differences. Yeah, I've
2: been working on my Rick Sanchez. I'm still, I'm not very good yet.
1: <laughs> it's a fucking bird, Morty. Okay. Morty.
2: Morty. Yeah, I think that's pretty much all I have on chickadees.
1: Solid pick. When we uh the last hike we went on together, I think that when we got to the top of the cliffside there, there was like four or five of them right below us, uh, tripping around as it dust.
2: Yeah, at uh at Knobscott. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, on the top of Tiplin Rock. Yeah, you're right. It's always cool to see those out there. Nobby's is fucking great. Love Nobby. Actually, I remember uh growing up my I never got to have one because I was the youngest. But uh both my sisters had these like stuffed birds that you would squeeze and it had a, a recorder that would play the sound of the bird. And Angela had a chickadee one. And it I, if I remember correctly, it stopped working because we squeezed it so many times. that like the internal batteries died and there was no way to get in there to change them. Surgery.
1: Surgery. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to operate. Who's got two nine volt batteries. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, um,
0: uh, well,
2: Joe, like anything in the 90s, it took 8D batteries.
1: 9D <laughs> <laughs> batteries.
0: Oh, wait, shit. You're raising your hand because of my mic?
1: Yeah.
2: That's it. Oh, what oh, so I was wondering what you were doing. I could hear it. I wasn't even thinking about it. How about
1: now? I, I now realize we're in mid-conversation. I'm raising my hand. It seems like I'm trying to be like, I'm next. But I'm always more glad to interrupt <laughs> than to wait like my turn. You know me.
0: More. How about now? Sounds good now? Very right, good. Um, uh, I said Finch already, right?
1: Yes, you, you did. You okay, you did. I meant. Chickadee. <laughs> anyway, chickadee, <laughs> I chickadee, meant chickadee, and chickadee, the number three right? pick from Dominic Morrow and yeah. Dylan's pick. He definitely won't double back again like he did with Robin, which I was disappointed to everybody involved. Uh, he'll definitely pick another one. For Fuck that. off.
0: I meant uh, when I said finch, I meant chickadee because I've spent my whole life thinking of finches were chickadees. i sorry, chickadees were finches.
1: Goldfinch. I think you're thinking of the goldfinch is the north uh, eastern version of a finch. You're not having the Galapagos finches show up on your porch. Does not sure. matter?
0: I just uh, I see uh, 10 billion chickadees on a daily basis because I have a hundred bird feeders and the only birds that show up are chickadees, blue jays, cardinals, and um,
2: and like the dove uh, that's gray.
1: Morning and doves. I'm
2: sure and I'm sure those numbers are not exaggerated at all. Yeah.
1: yeah I, and I'm, I'm sure they weren't sparrows. Scary. They were all chickadees, and none chickadee. of them were sparrows at all. Just chickadees.
0: Just yeah, exactly. Uh, I love the chickadee. Uh, I, I will see them tomorrow. I eat breakfast <laughs> with them. I drink my coffee with them. Um, they
1: love the bird seed that I put out. Huge fan of chickadees. Same here. Chickadees definitely deserving to be on the list. Total and bad. I'm glad they were mentioned but top felt, three. Like,
0: nobody mentioned the family that the chickadee is in, and it's the tit family.
1: The tit family. Oh, I not see, to be I confused with the cock family.
2: Very important. I, Woodcock. I was going to put a tit bird on there, but I decided I was like, I should do the chickadee instead. And I didn't was realize it over the tit the mouse
1: because the tit mouse is also a fantastic bird oh, yeah. with a very tiny.
2: That, made, that makes sense because like a uh, no, tit bird's are a little bit smaller than the cock birds.
4: Mm, yes. <laughs>
1: good good, good. Just a nip smaller.
0: Uh, Tits and uh, cocks. Um,
1: All right, eyebrow pocket. So we're under educational, then humor, then science fiction. It's not even an option. (laughs) I think we're under Spotify as (laughs) humor, educational and science or something like that. That's what we are. We're definitely uh, some of those Humor, they didn't give us bullshit as one of the options, but that's what. Yeah,
2: exactly. I was
1: like, we're definitely not educational, but we're not lying to you. We're giving you facts.
2: Well, I think anything that's classified as humor and science means bullshit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll see.
1: (laughs) How dare you say that in front of Big Bird's grave? He could be informative and humorous. (laughs) and a bird. All right, who's up next, Joe? Dylan, please, for your number three pick.
0: My number three pick is the second bird I've gotten to fight with. The red-tailed hawk.
1: Oh, solid solid choice. Solid pick.
0: Imagine a falcon mixed with potentially a number two bird. I'm not going to mention yet. um, Mixed with a vulture, mixed with a fucking everything. Get the red-tailed hawk. It's a fucking great all-around bird. It's a good-at-everything bird. Um, Fast-flying, predatorial, uh, hardcore, fucking solid bird. I mean, if you're going to be a bird that you know is going to be able to protect itself, live a decent life, be fucking sick, red-tailed hawk. Um, I have gotten in one fight with the red-tailed hawk. Well, actually, one really good fight with the red-tailed hawk. Cause I was mountain biking down a path in Plymouth around, um, same thing, not mating season. Cause that's right now as we speak, but it went um, after you, April and may is birthing season for them. So it is oh. when they already have their babies in the nest, which is typically when I fight with geese as well. Um, I was going up and I saw one, I saw, I looked up and I saw one like really close. I was like, Hey, that's fucking cool. I want to get as close to that bird as I can. I saw just one. Then I turned around and went back down the way I came up because it was just so fun in Plymouth, Massachusetts. And, um, and I was going down and one of them took off out of a tree in front of me like this as I was riding. And it was really close. And I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. And then I looked back up. I got down. I looked back up and there was hundreds of them. I have a video of it. It's just not that good. It, it, there are literally hundreds of them up there. And I was like, oh, cool. Hundreds of them. Jesus. Christ. I've never seen
1: more than two in the same area. I'm not
0: it... shitting you. I, I do. I can tell you the video. Wow. It's not that great, but there are hundreds. That's crazy.
2: I um, that must have been terrifying. I yeah, I would have been so scared. I, like, I want to get
0: close to these. So I rode back up there. Oh, Dom. we lost Dom. Oh, we got Dom back. I, I rode back up and then one of them came and put its wings back like this and put its feet down and went to go hit me in the head with its claws and my helmet. Fuck. It came within uh, a couple feet of me and then took off again. And I immediately turned into I Am Prey. And there are hundreds of these fucking things because they think I'm going to get their kids. And then I turned back down and went down the hill. And I was generally, brutally hungover and
1: scared (laughs) at the same time. I would have been terrified. I mean, the the size of those talons. Yeah, the power. No I chance. mean, if they all decide to team up on you, which, you know, hawks don't usually hunt in packs, but if they all decide to team up on you, they could easily kill you. No problem. Wouldn't even have no been a fucking issue.
0: I just pictured me on the news with like every, every arter ripped out of my neck <laughs> and all these birds eating me. Cause I, there's no chance. I had no chance against hundreds of red tailed hawks. And that t- I read articles about them attacking kids and what they do is exactly what they did to me. They put their wings back. They put their claws out, and what they first do to large pre- large things they want to hurt is they bunch up their fists like a rock, and they hit you in the head. So they, they take all their weight, which is a couple pounds, like let's say 10-pound tops, and then they put their wings back and then drop like a bomb on your head and hit you in the head, then take off again. They won't actually rip your veins out, but they will hit you in the head, and it happened to a lot of kids and stuff playing soccer. So I vote red-tailed hawk, versatile, fucking all-around, Great bird, not the master of anything, but really fucking good at
1: everything. Absolutely great, great fucking pick for that. I'm gonna share my screen in this instance just because of how fucking cool the red tailed hawk was. I'm glad it made the list. I thought about picking it on my list, but I picked the peregrine falcon instead. I'm glad they both made the list because when you think of a screaming bird of prey, you're not thinking of a bald eagle, you're not thinking of an osprey. You think you are because whenever they show you a video of a bald eagle they play the sound of a red-tailed hawk because red-tailed hawks sound cool as fuck and bald eagles chirp like little birdies. So this is what a red-tailed hawk sounds like in case everyone forgot the exact sound of it, which you already know. You hear it. You know what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. The piercing sound in the sky. You hear that thing coming after you. You know it's toast. And every mammal around the whole entire forest when they hear that sound they know it get the fuck out of there and a yeah. lot of people even play that sound outside their house just so that they can scare off um rats and mice and things like that because when they hear that sound it means get the fuck away
2: tail yeah. hawk apex predator yeah. of the sky <clears throat> <clears throat> little note to add get slightly off topic from birds but same thing about the sound where the you know they'll show up an eagle but have the hawk sound in almost every single movie that shows a lion, they actually use tiger sounds because lions don't roar like that.
3: No kidding. No shit. Yeah.
2: MGM it, is a lie? I mean, they can roar, but it's not as common as they make leave in the movies. They, I'm not going to be able to mimic it because it's been since last June that I've heard. Not June of 2020, June of 2019, when I learned it and heard it in person. <laughs>
1: It's been a whole year. How could you possibly recreate it? Shut the fuck try, up. Try your best, just for us. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like it at all. It sounds
2: like this.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Like that. Something Is that like an oxen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything like that? No, it more fluctuates. It's more like a... Mm-hmm but with your sound, but my pattern.
1: <laughs> this is why people tune in. This is why people tune so, in.
2: So, so, and you have this podcast listed as humor before education, right?
1: Mm. Mm. <clears throat> I'm like
2: that. <laughs> no, that, that was the maiden call of Ron Jeremy.
1: <laughs> San Diego. Very good. All right, so let's wow. vote. Oh, no, wait, I got I to gotta do my pick. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: thought that was yours. I know. Well, mine was a red-tailed
1: hog, but Dylan got it, so I'll, I'll pull my my next bird off the bench, and I'll give him and her a good you know, fucking description because I always you know fight for my bench players. And it's the shoe bill, which I'm glad I could bring it up, just even to bring up
2: the image of the thing. It's crazy. It I'm glad like- you're bringing it up because I've been holding off saying that because i knew you were going to at some point
1: yes yeah yeah i i I, if i didn't have the hawk pulled off my list in the peregrine falcon i wouldn't have brought it up but i'm glad i got to because this thing looks awesome it looks like a stork that has a giant shoe as its entire mouth the shoe bill is a great name for it it's a perfect name for it the thing looks massive uh it's not that tall actually it's only about three feet tall it's mostly in africa and it's actually on the endangered list now because of uh its territory being taken apart but these things are these massive strange ass birds that act all weird they're all shifty and they eat everything from small fish to other birds when they get you in their big shoe bill and they crush you up they'll eat other birds they'll eat fucking cats they don't give a fuck they'll eat anything um but they're apparently completely non-aggressive to humans, unlike the Canadian goose or the red-tailed hawk. There is stories about people um, filming four feet away from their nest, and it just stands there and stares at them, doesn't see them as a threat, doesn't perceive them as a threat. So I think they're really cool birds. They're on the endangered species list. And by the time we're, you know, as old as um, uh, Cocky Bennett, they might not exist anymore. So I think it's at least bring, worth bringing them up for the list. They're very cool birds. They're on the endangered list. The shoe bill, a strange stork. I think that I like the great blue heron because I'm used to growing up around it. But if I was um, living in Southern Africa, I think the shoe bill would be my number one water bird. So um, uh, in this burls that we live in. So my number three pick is the shoe burls.
2: I, I will say I, I would say shoe bill, if, if it doesn't, whether it reaches number three or not, I would say it is number one, the most intimidating looking bird. When you look at it front on,
1: Looks like a fucking dinosaur.
2: It basically is. Terrifying. Yeah,
0: that is definitely the most terrifying bird for now. It looks like it's I mean, John, like you said, that is a dinosaur. You look at that and you go, What in the fuck is this about? Yeah. That's a pretty fucking cool bird. I mean, there's no question this could this deserves a top
1: three spot. The shoe bill. The, one, of the, one of the few books. dinosaurs that still survive now at the revolution that's around today and maybe dinosaurs. for not much longer so let's let's hope that they uh their conservation work works out because i don't want them to go extinct they're really cool birds
0: yeah it kind of looks like a dodo which the only reason they get extinct is because they were just so chill exactly
1: they had no natural predators and uh they got killed out by humans and, and such a small just, niche like, fucking fun and funny
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: dodos thank you for bringing up dodo up on the thing we had to mention the dodo here obviously honorable mentions Dodos in there for sure uh big birds on the list for honorable mentions mm-hmm. well we'll do a honorable mentions i'll do like a little rip session for honorable mentions because like i said every bird we mentioned so far i haven't heard one bird that doesn't deserve to be on the top 10 list this entire time i couldn't oh, argue with any of them anything you guys said anything i said i think they all deserve to be top 10 but unfortunately there can only be one for each section of the list so on that note it's now time to vote dylan proposed this round so dominic you have the first vote it's between chickadee oh so you you know you went first right dom i forgot you you closed out of your window i fucked me up sorry about that uh so it's between chickadee red tailed hawk and the shoe bill and i get to vote first because you proposed it and my vote even though i'm in love with the chickadee I think the shoe bill is an amazing bird and a great dinosaur bird. It was on my bench. I'm glad I got to bring it out. But for me, it's no contest. Red-tailed hawk takes it. Number three bird. Just got to say. Screeching up. Dylan, your vote. Red-tailed hawk.
2: Dominic? Well, as much as I love chickadees, I am going to have to go with the shoe bill. Mm -hmm. They're... I mean... I mean, the red-tailed hawk is a great magnificent bird, but
4: mm-hmm.
2: uh, as you will hear when I get to a, another bird later on, I have a very good reason to not put the red-tailed hawk <laughs> on this list <laughs> at all. Yeah, okay. As, as beautiful as they are, I have a personal vendetta against those uh-huh. maybe Maybe their yeah. prey,
1: perchance, chance. Perhaps. No spoilers, but yeah, I can see why you say that. So for that uh, reason,
2: I'm going with the shoe bill.
1: You're going with the shoe bill. And that's a reasonable vote for sure. I think the chickadee deserves to be up there. But unfortunately, the votes decide. The number three ranked bird is the red-tailed hawk. Cue the screech. (laughs) I'll do it in the edit. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. (laughs) Fucking thing sucks. sucks. All right, I'm going to change my shirt for the next bird. <laughs> oh, we're getting to the nitty-gritty here. This is our last one we don't know the answer to. We already know the last one.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it time for another commercial break? Yeah, if you want. Yeah, you can go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Shirt sure change, commercial break. Sure,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're rolling right off our commercial break here. We're going into the heavy Fucking hitters. I already said that. But the top two birds. We're going for number two. Our last bird that we haven't previously discussed with each other. Could be a surprise. Could not be. Let's do it, gentlemen. Top two birds. I don't remember who started last time. I I did. Yeah, I think it was Dom. So I'll give my uh, number two. My number two bird is a bird that hasn't been discussed yet. It's cousin... Arguably should have been mentioned so far, but I'm about to describe to you why it deserves to win over its cousin and it deserves respect and deserves a place on the top bird list. And that bird is the emu. The Fuck emu. It. Number two bird. Not only is it one of the largest flightless birds in the world, it grows up to six feet tall, which is one of the rare animals we are talked about, it's actually taller than the average man. A gorilla is average of five foot and a half emus taller than that emus can run up to 30 miles an hour and even faster when they're um, in danger and we'll learn that from the story that I'm about to tell you first of all emus like a lot of the birds we talked about exist in one of the harshest environments on the planet and that is Australia. Anyone who is shit about Australia is that Australia is full of not only the most dangerous animals on the planet. It's unforgiving. It's not a tropical island. It's the only continent that we also consider a country and an island. Half of the islands a fucking wasteland. Nothing can live out there. And emu can survive with for weeks and weeks without ever eating food. They just run around and survive what they live off of. Much like you said earlier, Dylan. They're like a bird camel. A little bit of water, a little bit of food, run around, natural. And obviously, they're impressive. Their kicks can break bones. Their talons can rip flesh. And they can peck you to death. But that's not their prerogative. Emus aren't particularly aggressive or carnivorous. They will eat small animals given the chance. But they also like to feed off of plants, which is what brings me to my main argument, which is the great emu war. In 1932, Salmonella Academy,
2: baby. I'm sorry. I had to bring it <laughs> exactly up. Right. In
1: 1932, in Australia, off of the tales of the Great War, we'll now know it as the World War One. Australia was facing a famine. Not only did the Great Depression happen in America, that actually spread through the entire world. If the economy is crashing. Australia is in a bad way. And its farmers are facing a plague. And that plague isn't locusts. It isn't the blight. It's emu, a giant flightless bird coming in and eating all their crops. You can put all the fences up you want. That'll save against rabbits, against wallabies, (laughs) against any kind of marmot. But the emus break right through there. And herds of emus will take out your whole entire crop. And they were. So they petitioned the government to try to stop this plague of Emu. And they didn't ask the Minister of Agriculture. They asked the Minister of Defense. They wanted the army to go in and start waging war against the Emu. And that's what they did. An entire regiment came in with machine guns and started trying to mow down Emu. There's about 20,000 of them in Western Australia at the time, plaguing these farmers. And as they had a machine gun fire, they had Jeeps, they had all the technology they could, and these giant targets were there, and they were soaking up bullets like they were the fucking Terminator. They would not go down, and they would run away and scatter immediately. After nearly three months of the Great Emu War, a 1,000 emus had been killed, 19,000 remained, and the plight of the farmers never changed. The Great Emu War commenced. The emus won bar none. Emus are still a popular bird, in zoos, in Australia, the national bird of Australia. They didn't get stopped. I put forth emus, number two bird, for the only bird to ever wage war with humans and win. Humans tried to slaughter them with modern technology. They waged war against them in Australia and they didn't win. The emus came out on top and emus still ran supreme. My number two pick is the emu who won a war against humans and didn't give a fuck
2: the whole time. And interestingly enough, The Great Emu War is the only war that Australia has been involved with and lost. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
1: I didn't know that. That's Uh, wild. Dylan, please give us your number two pick.
0: Emu is pretty hardcore. My number two pick is the Golden Eagle. No one's mentioned Eagle yet. Oh. I I thought
1: it would either be the bald or the golden. It had to come up at some point.
0: I say bald over gold. Sorry, golden over bald, just because there's more of them, but they have almost identical attributes. Um, This is this is the uh, pinnacle of a or apex of a combination between like the hawk and the falcon. You get an eagle, a little less in population, but has a horizontal flying speed. So, like on its own power, way faster than a fucking falcon. Falcons can dive, but eagles are just more. versatile in in all the things and you know like again flying horizontally yeah
1: like earlier more, more prone to gliding and going between uh trees and between an environment where falcons are more suited for dive bombing uh hawks are more you know predators gliding around looking for prey and like you said eagles can do both dive bomb and glide
0: exactly so take all the best features of a falcon know them down a little bit same thing with a hawk down a little bit and you get a golden eagle which is a just just fucking great bird carnivore hares mammoths ground squirrels um uh it's it's our national animal again we have our states got their thing but the country's got the eagle the bald eagle um, yeah
1: it's not our national animal it's the national animal of mexico and some countries in europe
0: <clears throat> oh no shit all
1: right ours is the bald eagle not bald, to be confused yeah, with the yeah, golden the eagle.
0: eagle but it's still you know close enough um, yeah,
1: the, the uh, eagle is on yeah, close enough, the Yeah, because it's Let's distinguish think shit a little bit. And multiple countries have it as their national land, but we can't steal that and the bald eagle. You're picking in golden. Fact, Fight for golden. The biggest
2: difference between the Mexican and the Indian flag, they have the three colors, which might not be in the same order, remember.
4: You mean Italian. Have...
2: No, 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 no. Mexican and Indian. You mean Italian. In... No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I do not. Because the the Italian flag is just the three colors. Right. The Mexican and the Indian flag have the same three colors with a seal in the middle.
1: Yeah. They both have three colors and seal in the middle. The Indian flag has the same colors of Ireland and the Ivory Coast, except the seal in the middle. The Italian flag is red, white, and green. The Mexican flag is red, white, and green. And the Indian flag is red, I mean orange, white, and green. The Irish flag is orange, white, and green as well. Ivory Coast also orange, white, and green. I believe you. What? You don't seal. go toe-to-toe with the know-it-all douchebag, <laughs> douchebag. When I tell you you I just wrong. admitted I was
2: wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the know-it-all douche, okay? But So let's do it this way. The Mexican and the Indian flag both have a seal in the middle. The Mexican flag has an eagle, and the Indian flag has, I think, a person in the middle. Stop nodding your fucking head or shaking your head. Just say what it is then and tell me that I'm wrong it'll bring out the picture for the for the viewers it's not a person it's like a it's yeah no i know what it is now shut up so move on dylan
0: So so the uh the the golden is a large powerfully built bird with heavy heads hooked beaks so they can fucking just pick up shit and drag it without even applying a whole lot of force and powerful do they have large talons they have powerful talons 10 times so take a Take a stress ball and squeeze as hard as you can. Multiply that by, by ten, whatever that is. Let's say humans have like a strength of like sixty pounds or whatever it is. Times ten, it's like six hundred pounds of fucking force they have to crush it with their talons, with their large talons. Real cool. A fast bird, good bird, quality bird. Probably the bird you want to be. Apex predator, AK, no known predators. Um, good shit.
1: Fucking solid choice. The golden eagle, absolutely. And yeah, again, its range is very spread out. It's not just in Europe or in uh, South America. It has a lot of range, and for good reason.
2: Yeah, we had one in our backyard about four or five years ago.
1: No shit, that's fun. no yeah. shit. Were, were, it, were you afraid of uh, it uh, swooping down at you guys like those red-tailed hawks tried to do to No,
2: this one. It was down the woods on the ground, already eating something, and we couldn't tell what it was for because we were like, "That's definitely not a hawk. It's way bigger than a hawk." Right. So we just had to look up, like big predator birds in massachusetts <laughs> and i just had to like scroll through picture after pictures were like yeah. that was it
1: because you would one recognize one a bald eagle deer right deer. away but you Once. but it has that yeah. brown head and that hooked beak like dylan said
0: yeah i've seen one of them in new england one time and i was like wow that's really cool actually i think it was in beverly massachusetts i did see a uh, it looked like a bald eagle but I'm, i can't be for sure but it definitely looked like one it was not a hawk, but it was definitely an eagle of some sort. But it was like. And are we
1: talking about a, again? Are we talking about a bald eagle or a golden eagle at that point?
0: I don't fucking know. It was an eagle. I think it was bald eagle because it had the white head with
2: the yellow beak
1: and. Well, then it was definitely the bald it eagle. Was bald eagle.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 no, it, you're, you're not gonna mix up a golden and a bald if you're. One of them is what you them. consider
1: an eagle. It's the national bird of America. White head, big yellow beak. The other one, completely brown all over, with a little or golden beak hooked, like you said. All right, I saw a bald eagle,
0: but anyways,
1: I also seen oh. a bald eagle um, many times and it's been amazing. Actually, yeah, I say I saw it in Peabody when I saw mine in Massachusetts. was yeah, like they're living
0: there right now, seven right? years
1: back. I was amazed by it. I was so close to the city and shit. There's a bunch of them at the Grand Canyon. I've seen some of them in the woods and shit like that. It's always amazing to see the bald eagle, but the golden eagle, much bigger distribution. And uh, like I said, a lot of countries hail it as their bird of choice. Much like many state birds are copied each other. Many nations' birds are copied, and America has the bald eagle, but multiple countries have the golden eagle, with good reason.
0: Yeah, learn to live more amongst people and places. So uh, Dom's up for uh, number two. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Number two. So I've actually so Dom, please tell us a, your number two. I've been having a bit of a problem with this one because I know we're trying to be uh, – pretty specific with a certain species of a type of bird and uh i could not do that for this bird so i'm going to run through like three really quickly uh for number two i have the duck the duck because i love ducks there isn't a bird in the world that i want more that i don't already have Mm -hmm. than a duck (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i mean i don't know ducks are so cool they're I don't know they're ducks they're great let me just dive into a couple different oh. kinds of ducks that are so
3: cool yeah
2: that <laughs> um I don't know. so the main thing I I, I think the, the first thing someone pi- pictures of when you say duck is a mallard duck you know yeah classic dark body green head but I think the second one you think of is a pecan duck which is the Aflac duck, all white, yellow bill, big. The cool thing about the Pekin duck is they're actually, they make the uh, some of the best pets because out of all the ducks because they're so heavy that they actually can't fly. So you don't have to worry really? about uh, them flying off and landing in someone else's pond. And even, you don't need a full pond for them. You can just get a, a kiddie pool filled with water and as long as you refill it every day or two. It keeps them happy they're very resilient you can build them a house out of pallets with the open slats and they actually like when the snow and the rain comes into them because they're built so hardy damn they can withstand the elements to that degree huh? yeah and actually if you ever see any kind of duck standing on ice and you're like how the hell are they doing that the the temperature of a duck's foot is actually right around 32 degrees it's like 34, 35 compared to the rest of the body, which is a normal warm blooded body temperature in the nineties. And that's why they can stand on it. And they actually use it in the, in the uh, summers to cool themselves down as their blood flows into their feet, which is always a colder temperature and recirculates back in to cool it down. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another great duck is uh, the Mandarin duck, which I will, I will uh, go into war and die to say that they are the most beautiful bird of all time hell yeah they look awesome i'm, I'm gonna pull
1: it up for the uh, the podcast so people can see it. they they do look amazing i mean the mallard obviously looks awesome but the mandarin duck it's um it looks like it's an artist depiction of what a duck should look like but they actually exist
2: yeah i mean and they're so beautiful that they are uh the the chinese bird of fidelity and are often used as symbols at weddings to as like a this will last a long time. It's the bird of fidelity. It's beautiful. That's what it's for.
1: Sure. And one of the reasons why of course, as we mentioned earlier, some birds do mate for life and a lot of species of ducks are one of them.
2: Yes. Uh, There was actually a mandarin duck that, I mean, they started off originally just in China and Japan Then the 1800s when, you know, Britain started fucking up the whole world. Exactly. They started showing up in other places and there was actually a mandarin duck in Central Park last year. And it was there for a few months and I believe they captured, they caught it and moved it into a more suitable environment.
1: That's crazy that the, the the actual resilience, like you said, of species in general, when I was talking to put up uh, the, the parakeet earlier, I brought up, I was going to bring up the fact uh, as well as the cockatoo, as well as the macaw, there are colonies of these parrots in Germany, the United Kingdom and France and Belgium and Italy, not because they're native there because they were, made as pets and shipped there and then they were released they mated and they're so resilient they can breed colonies all over the world so you wouldn't be so surprised to be going through the woods of europe and seeing a parrot out in the woods is living its life it seems like it's pretty similar for um the duck you just talked about mandarin thank you i <laughs> said <laughs> i almost said, said peking duck and i was like no, yeah. wait, that that's a meal uh well that's
2: a new go Peking with a g is the meal Peek in without the G is a duck.
4: Is oh, thank, you, duck. thank
2: you. Yeah, that's, yeah not uh, peaking. Then yeah. uh, my my last duck to uh, tie up my, my duck theme is the Indian Runner duck, which is a duck that is it's completely domesticated. It was kind of bred to look the way it does. They say it's a uh, hold on. I got I got to make sure I get the right word for this. It's fat. It stands erect like a penguin it doesn't waddle like every other duck oh. It actually stands up like this. It's tall. They're the one it's, if you ever see, I'm Joe, I'll find a video to send you. You can put on here of mm-hmm. them. Anytime you see them walking or running, it is just hilarious because they're up high. They have no arms and they just go back and forth and they just walk. And it's hilarious. To well, they don't waddle. They actually walk. Like, yeah. yeah. Wow. And they're actually very well known for actually uh, have a great, they can form a great bond with humans and will actually hug their owners. Oh. And you can actually like put your arms out and it'll, if I you have like a good it. enough connection, it'll run up to you and you'll hug it and it'll wrap its neck around your back. That's awesome. Nice. And that between those three reasons is why I think the duck is the second best bird of all time.
1: Fucking solid argument, uh, <sighs> oh, for sure. Ducks solid. are amazing, they definitely deserve to be mentioned. I know I keep repeating myself on there, but like I would have been remiss if we didn't at least mention Ducks one time on the list. Ducks are fucking awesome. From their resilience to their command of land, air, and sea. I mean, they named the Duck Boats in Boston after that exact idea. Ducks can go anywhere. And the fact that they also can form connections with humans and their their relative intelligence, they deserve to be on the list. Top two bird. We'll see.
0: Top two bird. The
1: morning begins, um, I think, with Dylan. I think I mentioned mine first. We have Emus against... Ducks against the Golden Eagle for the number two slot in top 10 birds. Dylan, please cast your vote.
0: Revote Duck, man.
1: Dominic?
4: Duck.
2: I'm sticking with Duck for sure.
1: Okay. I'm going to vote Emus just because I think they deserve a vote because I didn't put Ostrich on here. I thought Emus were more impressive because they won a war against humans and they're amazing. But... I am not not ashamed at all to say that our number two pick is Ducks.
0: Ducks coming in hot at number two number two, two the pick,
1: pick of top ten birds. That's ducks.
2: All right. I gotta I gotta go uh really change this time. I can't just swap a shirt out, I'll be right. All
0: right. Back. Real commercial break. All
3: right.
2: even the last one we were doing this a lot more often than we should have been for talking about San bellamy
0: we're just here to have fun
2: exactly yeah. it goes. exactly dylan
0: so uh i think it's my turn to start for number one absolutely so honorable mentions that we didn't bring up yet i can only think of two birds before we get into it yeah let's do honorable mentions Honorable mentions is the turkey vulture or the vulture Definitely worth mentioning. The
1: vulture class should have been mentioned for sure, including things like the California condor, the turkey vulture. Condor, yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Vultures.
2: Um, so that's it's nice. actually interesting because until Dylan brought up the albatross, I always thought the condor had the biggest wingspan. But I looked it up and it, it is the albatross. Condors.
1: It's still very big, but it's a bigger yeah. body. But the wingspan, the albatross is actually larger,
2: weirdly enough. Yeah.
0: Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, And then, um, then the turkey. No one mentioned the turkey yet. Turkey is pretty good.
2: I see. I I almost put the turkey on there because it is up there in my favorite birds. But I don't. I wouldn't be able to defend it the way I could defend the duck. (laughs) And what I'm going to say this time. Right. Yeah. The
1: turkey, the vulture, the turkey vulture should have all been mentioned. Turkey vulture. The
0: you know the turkey, the chicken hawk trees and all type of stuff. Chicken
1: hawk, sure. So, and yeah, Alderman um, mentions the bald eagle should have made the list. I can't believe the golden eagle made it there faster than yeah, that, but it makes sense. I, I want to throw uh, the cardinal in, doesn't that? Uh, cardinal, honorable Ard- 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 mention: the cardinal, yeah, another bird that survives the entire winter in the northeast, but yet I saw 10 of them in Florida last week. They can survive anywhere, yeah, fine. Good bird,
0: good birds. Also, the, the
2: Oriole, another amazing, beautiful, bird. yeah, yeah. Bird. I almost said that one because every time we see one. You know, it could be a complete coincidence, but I would say at least three-quarters of the time that we see them at our house is is mm-hmm. around the time that the Red Sox are playing the Orioles in Boston.
1: <laughs> like they know what the schedule is. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. Another honorable mention, the Pelican. Mm, yeah, yeah, solid, solid bird i mean it's not maybe not the top bird but definitely a, un, a super unique bird and should be mentioned i don't mention for top bird the pelican is a crazy bird it's great
0: all right guys buckle the fuck up because we got our number one contenders we got three of them and i'm gonna go first i'm gonna mention to you i'm gonna talk about the only bird that i know of that chases hawks out of its territory the only bird that I know of and actually a fact that is the most intelligent bird of all time. Well, currently alive, maybe the, these are the birds we don't know about, but um, it flies in a murder. It's called the crow. It's black. It's all black. It's the only other all black bird that I can think of besides one Dom mentioned with red eyes is, the, is the Raven. Um, a crow is in my mind on my argument here the per is is takes a little bit and piece of every other bird we've mentioned including some of the honorable ones like the vulture it is on every continent except for antarctica so wherever humans are the crow is it can live again in cities and not in cities it's the most intelligent bird it's in the same category as elephants chimpanzees and humans regarding its use of tools it can make and use tools in the only one that can use a hook besides humans it, or, or I guess elephants too but it uses a hook pretty fucking crazy that it knows that a hook can defy gravity and hold on to things so um <clears throat> on top of that like i said it has the it has the the speed or half the speed of of serious contended like apex predators like hawks and uh, eagles and can fly. Uh, How fast
1: can it go? Um,
0: I've got that number on here somewhere. It's at least fifty miles an hour.
1: Well, don't give me at least. I need to hear a number here.
0: Um, I didn't write that down. Someone should look it up because I don't know. I think it's it's fifty miles an hour is definitely the very minimal of the top speeds in this thing. So you got to think awesome. a peregrine falcon is two hundred forty at least a quarter. You know, so fifty is a quarter of. Yeah, well, a little less than a quarter, but fast fucking bird still. Um, it can also, we didn't mention, I forget what bird it was, but um, the highest flying bird can fly at 34,000 feet. Um, they've seen crows at 14,000 feet. No fucking joke.
1: How do they even breathe up there? That's wild.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm wondering too. Um, it, uh, it, it's, able to survive so well because it can eat anything for the most part It has a, a diet of fruits vegetables and meat and it can identify all of them and how to eat them like for example dropping a walnut at a specific height, height enough to crack it but not to shatter it fucking cool um uh most importantly i mean they're really known for their intelligence so a crow um, can speak up to 250 phrases or words whatever you want to call them that type of thing Identifying,
1: it can't speak them. It can, it can identify yeah,
0: different, there. different identifiable
1: noises. Yeah, but they're saying you're like... speaking is a little bit much. we right. in parrot territory yeah, here. But,
2: but I mean, but like every number one. Has...
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick your shit apart. Number one, yeah, cool. it can't yeah, speak a cool. hundred cool. fucking
2: words. It's a crow. Yeah, ah! it, it yeah, can't but... speak them. But you, every animal that can make sound has its own way of communication.
4: Yeah,
2: it's not necessarily right. speaking. Absolutely right. Yeah, but I, I do think it is more they can understand. But they can. They understand make more than that just one. They, they have
1: a big vocabulary. They can understand tons they, of words. So, like,
0: so, like a hawk, because like hawks can eat them or kill them, pull them out of the sky, that type of thing. They have mm-hmm. the same noise for hawks, but they have a different noise for humans, and they also have a different noise for cats. Things yeah, like,
1: it's, it's their own language, in yeah. other words. Yeah,
0: and, exactly. And another thing is, they have the sound that we all hear that that noise, but they also have their indoor voices where they communicate with each other. When they're all mm-hmm. close around, that sounds like a robot. It's the weirdest noise. If you look it up, it's so, so strange. So weird. So they have two, two, two language. languages because they have diff- They can talk like this, and they can go there. They have that whole thing. So, um, uh, they're just totally fucking wild. They remember tr- trash truck routes, and they'll, they, they, will, they don't have to just follow the truck around. They just know, hey, it's going to come here at nine a.m. on Tuesday, and they know that. Mm-hmm. Um, something really cool. Two, two cool things that they do. That other intelligent creatures do is play they actually find time and know enough that playing makes them more valuable they learn because playing brings upon like unexpected knowledge so they play they also get drunk like elephants
1: on ants super cool they
0: eat like dead fermented ants to get wasted fun Um
1: all the smartest animals love to get fucked up because the smarter you are, the more you know, and the more you know, the more you realize how awful the world
2: can be and you gotta deal with it one way or the other. Yep. Exactly. So Dylan, I actually I pulled it up. The average speed of a crow is between thirty and sixty miles an hour, but they peak at a dive at 70. That's fast as fuck. Exactly.
0: Pretty much what I was thinking. So
1: also, I, mean, I think you're going to mention this, Dylan, I don't mean to hijack your ship, but they, like I told you the other night, they can recognize human faces. So scientists that work with crows actually wear masks, um, and not just for their safety, but for the safety of the crows um, so that they can, you know, be anonymous when they're dealing with them because crows can not only recognize human faces, they can understand, like you said, patterns in the way that they can deal with that. So if they find out that the same person keeps coming to their nest and taking eggs out and they see their face, they'll attack on sight because they remember their faces.
0: Yeah, and a real-world you know, example is, is a uh, crow, um, say they fly over a farm and the farmer shoots at one of them and kills one. Um, two stories come out of this is that, one, they won't fly over that farm again for at least two years. You will not see that same group of crows because they know this farm is bad. Two, that guy is bad. If you guys see this guy and it crows people, fuck that guy. And <laughs> yeah. Three, And then three, um, crows, I know turkeys do this too, but um, crows – uh, have funerals you'll be lucky to see one but if they have a dead comrade um, they all fly down silently stand there don't move silently don't make a noise for a couple of minutes then fly away
1: extremely rare in animals rare, I, I think only them. um i think only element um elements elephants sorry. i think only elephants and humans have funerals besides that so that's extremely rare I've seen in
4: a
0: weird turkey video though
1: I, i've seen other other animals mourn I, i've seen um chimpanzees and certain species of monkeys they do mourn but that whole ritual at the funeral, pretty rare.
0: Yep. Yeah, and there's there's so many more things here too. And like, um, you know, they cause blackouts because they make nests out of like hang, metal hangers. They know how to use tools, use things, use metal, work with humans. They, under, they understand humans, like you said. Um, and... Uh, I understand it,
1: water displacement and different experiments. They they've put um, uh, treats at the bottom of a vial of water and given them rocks to put in. Instead of trying to shove their face in, like even intelligent animals like dogs would try to tip it over or shove their face in, the crow starts dropping rocks in it to make their water level rise and they get the food out of it. And that's one of the only animals who understands the idea of water displacement as well as tools. I mean, just a hyper-intelligent bird.
2: Another interesting thing about them being able to identify faces is, I mean, even some humans can't do that. There is a thing called uh, facial blindness. So there are humans that you could, if you're someone who looks like Joe, but has a different different colored eye, slightly different nose, different eyebrows, some people can't tell the difference between it, but even a crow could do that.
0: Yeah, they know something. Something's different about them than compared to us. Um, Two other facts before I let you guys get on with your thing that I think are really important is just like humans, they invest a ton of time and a lot of money in their young, which is why they become defensive and able to attack like geese and be fucking hardcore motherfuckers they're not just like smart like avoid people they'll fuck you up if they have to so they so most birds spend not a whole lot of time with their parents they just get off and fly away crows spend a lot of time nourishing and teaching them things before they go off on their own like months as opposed to like weeks um and uh
1: you find that a lot in animals. The longer time you spend raising your animal, on average, the more intelligent the animal is. Not like animals could spend more time with their young and making them smarter. It's just that you find in the most intelligent animals in the world, the longer the time they spend with their parents.
0: Yep, exactly. And um, and last but not least, I mean, it's it's not really that important, but it just shows their intelligence. Um, they do something called caching. It's almost like a currency situation, but overall, they basically... One thing they do in regards to the stages of caching is they hide shit, get it back later. Not that, not that crazy squirrels do it, whatever it is. But more importantly, they fake hide shit. So they That's like the really shit. I, they thank
1: you for bringing them. that up. Because they see... Go ahead, go ahead.
0: Yeah, they'll pretend to hide something really valuable and there's nothing there and then hide their valuable stuff somewhere else.
1: Exactly. As soon as they see another crow is trying to... They can realize that they're watching them and then hyper-intelligently for a bird... Even though they're going to hide it anyway, they see another bird might see them. They fake hide it and they hide something else later. That shows a second level of intelligence beyond the original step. Even squirrels will try to hide things away from other squirrels, but they won't realize if a squirrel sees them to fake hide shit. Crows yep. do that. Squirrels do not.
0: Exactly. And, and just they, they, it, fucking crazy. And they also another thing just to add to it. They, uh, they make up for being smaller than Ravens because Ravens have some competitive advantages over them by being way more aggressive and then grouping together when they attack and they call that mobbing. So the mob. like, they also communicate, like I said, when they fly over a farm and one of them does happen to get shot, they're really hard to kill because you might get one of them, but you won't get more than that. Um, they, uh, they all communicate. They talk. They go, okay, hey, here's a lesson for you. Don't fly over that farm. And they know they don't. And then when they do attack, they all gather together and say, here's the plan. Let's fucking make this happen. So I think personally, crow is the number one bird. I firmly stand behind this. They hold all the best attributes of other birds. They're all black, which means that they have natural camouflage. um, And they are. And they're
1: just so fucking cool. Crows are so cool. I mean, just think about a crow. They're cool as fuck. They're metal as hell. They're metal cool as
0: hell. They're so. They're, cool
1: they're, hell. a group of them is called a murder. A murder of crows. I mean, that's fucking cool as shit.
0: Yeah, I'm all about bright colors, but the crow is is one. I think it's hated by humans for two reasons because of religion, because they they view them as like a omen or whatever it is.
1: They, yeah. they're bad well, humans. they're associated they're all with all death. You don't want to see a crow death. around you. Usually, when you see a crow in the in the far past, even today, you don't want to see crows because. They mean that there's something dead around you, and that
2: just means that there's death among you. You don't want to see a crow like that, but okay. that's yeah, just I mean, a, that's even a stigma. You go into a Norse mythology, you know, a crow is the symbol of Odin, and uh, you know, typically you wouldn't see Odin unless you're dying on the battlefield. So if you see a crow, you're and you, and you're not on the battlefield, you're like, oh shit, I don't want to see that thing. If you see a crow on the battlefield, you're like, yes, my. My life was fulfilled. I did what I needed to do. I'm going to Odin now. Yeah. Yep. Solid one Absolutely. Which is referenced yes. in the Amonomarth song Cry for the Earthbound. Sorry. Oh, it's a fearum song, Odin. Cry for the Earthbound.
3: Yes. Are
0: we are Amonomath fans. Um, but lastly, people hate crows because people are like crows or crows are like people. They're the closest we mm-hmm. got. Bird family to loud us. and
1: annoying. The the worst thing I'll is in cool. the mirror. And intelligent.
0: So that's me. That's Crows. I think they sit number one. Who's fucking next?
2: Dominic, you're next. I think I am. So now I know I'm dressed as a turkey. But the closest thing to a turkey (laughs) is a chicken. (laughs) But on to my number one bird.
1: Please, please. Number one bird. The number Number one one contender is Crows. Number two contender is. Drum roll, please.
2: You mean the number one contender is the chicken? Chicken. Let's start with the basic facts. Let's if please. there's one meat that any kid likes, it's chicken nuggets.
3: It's fucking chicken. It. No question. Chickens start, are. But okay.
2: Chicken. Yeah. Well, it's because I thought of it all as I was going. That's why it was odd. <laughs> Chickens are the number one bird in the world for population. There are by 20- far. By a roughly roughly no twenty three and a half billion chickens on planet Earth That's right crazy. now.
0: There's no words for how many more chickens there are than any other bird. There's it's not, not even close. Like it's not
2: even landslides.
1: I mean,
3: private.
2: They are the exactly.
1: birds that are full. Landslide
2: does not describe it. Chickens are both the best treated and the worst treated birds in the pla- on the planet. They make great pets. If you only have like one or two chickens and have the t- spend the time with them chickens can actually learn their names and will respond to certain words that you say and just like ducks they will hug you you can diaper train chickens <laughs> i've <laughs> you can do it
1: it's, it's a classic, it's a classic <laughs> example of uh you can but the question isn't if you can the question is why would you do
2: it? yeah it's if you you can but should you I think, no, you should not. But it's a viable option that exists surprisingly For indoor commonly chickens. For indoor chickens, yes. They lay up to 360 eggs a year, which is almost mega an day. And, uh, you know, you don't need, like, you don't, a common misconception about chickens is, every which I don't know why people think about this, because they're birds. They lay eggs no matter what. They don't need, uh, a male bird yeah. for them to lay periods eggs. Periods
1: for, for humans are bloody discharge from, from the vagina, but periods for chickens are a nice sunny
2: side up egg. Unfriendly. I'm glad you said it because I was trying to talk my way out of saying that. I'll say it. I'll say it. Yeah. Right. Well you can say it because you don't like eggs anyways, because you're a freak. What?
3: I love eggs.
2: But I love eggs periods. Eggs are great. <laughs> So it's kind of balances out. So no, chickens are great. I mean, I've had chickens as for as long as I can remember. And they're great. I like, I will literally walk outside. Well, not even walk outside. I'll come home from work. Before I come into the house, I'll go out to my chickens and I'll like squat down and I'll start talking to them. And I have had times I'll like say like Lorraine and she'll look at me and I'll literally talk to that chicken like a crazy person and they're just they are surprisingly personable for how vicious they can be because what a lot of people don't realize is as vicious as a rooster is hens are actually worse getting hen pecked a a rooster, exactly a rooster will not kill a hen but hens will kill other hens if they don't like that hen Hmm. and they are I mean, on top of them being
1: I've also Um, heard of um, people putting red uh, filters around hen cages so that only red light gets in that way when they see blood on other hens, they won't be um, compelled to peck them to death and they can't tell the difference between blood or not blood. Is there any? That that? that
2: is one of the, one of the big things about chickens. It's a big thing amongst all birds, but uh, in my life, mostly chickens is birds have great eyesight. Mm -hmm. It's, it's their top sense. Yeah. Uh, I mean that whole thing about uh like oh if you touch that bird's nest they're gonna smell the human. That's total bullshit. Right. Smell is actually the worst sense of all all birds. They rely mostly on eyesight and then hearing and then touch and then taste and then smell. Like there's only there's a small list of things that chickens can't have chocolate citrus other meats that's mm-hmm. pretty much it because for a chicken you know for a human your taste buds uh, uh, they're right there on your tongue for a chicken they can't taste something until they're swallowing it
1: they don't actually they swish it around in their mouth they just put it right down there no
2: right there. so they have to literally take a bite to decide it and swallow decide if they want to like or not. Mm-hmm. I just realized I'm not actually defending chickens anymore. I'm telling the problems about chickens. <laughs> <me go> <laughs> you are really bad at this.
1: <laughs> I right, circle back. I mean, me it's back. compelling. Chickens are fascinating. Yeah, right. Thank you for informing um, us. But yeah, yeah. Defend your argument. This is top one bird. So out all these it. fucking contenders so, so
2: far. Let's go. What was it? Number three or four that the red tail hawk was in contention? Or, no, no. or God, Before we, or God, we vote, God. I'm going
1: gonna, I'm gonna to list off the whole list for us, just so we know what they're going
2: to beat. But go All ahead. Right. But the red tail hawk was mentioned. The reason that, I didn't vote yes, on it was because across the street from my house, we have a red tail hawk nest, mm-hmm. which has peaked at four hawks. Because I think, as we mentioned, the hawk... no, we were talking about crows, but hawks also spend a good amount of time with their young before they move on to make their own nests. And they don't travel that far to make their own nest, so they're still right. in the same neighborhood. And hawks can cover a decent ground just hovering looking for food. So I can't let my chickens roam the yard anymore because of the nest across the street. Right, yeah, they're in danger. But there are countless... Uh, oh, shit, what's the word? Chicken? Uh, Conductions? No. <laughs> Not connections. Reports.
4: <laughs>
2: countless reports of... Uh, Even though the hawk is one of the main predators to the chicken, chickens are very tough. They can withstand the attack of the hawks. If there is a hen in a field with, we'll say, six chicks that are hers, because chickens will recognize their own young, which is one of the reasons why hen picking is a phrase, because the other hens will attack the other hens young. Uh, Uh, Pecking order comes There are reports of hens getting as big as they can, putting their... uh, wings out to protect the young while in taking the blow from the hawk and fighting back to protect their babies and giving enough time to get their babies away and hopefully themselves. That's fucking awesome. man!
4: Fighting back.
2: I'm going to stop there before I talk for another half an hour about how great chickens are, but chickens, without a doubt, are the, in my mind, the number one bird of all time. I've had them for at least 20 years of my life. I love them. I give them names. I pick them up. They are I'm going to say my second favorite animal of all time. Not even just birds. Second favorite animal next to dogs because nothing beats a dog.
0: (laughs) Solid fucking bird. Solid contender for number
1: one. Chickens are fucking great. Well fucking said, man. Well said. Well, that brings us to my number one pick. Like we said earlier, we locked them all down beforehand so we didn't pick each other's, but we kind of knew what we were all going to pick beforehand. It wasn't a big surprise. Even we before we other. invited Dominic on the podcast, we already locked away chicken for him because we know he's going to pick chicken. We weren't going to pick chicken. It's perfect. My number one pick, no surprise, the Rock Dove. The Rock Dove, a.k.a. the Pigeon. My number one pick for Top Bird on the list. Now, everyone that I've ever met in my life has met a pigeon. Not everyone has met a chicken, personally. All people have seen crows, but most people I've known have actually fed pigeons. Whether you're on the Boston Common, in the middle of Manhattan, or you're on a lake in Wyoming, you'll see a pigeon around. I mean, it is literally the most widespread bird on the entire planet. It's wide diversity even beats the peregrine falcon which is its number one predator and the pigeon's number one prey pigeons are spread out even more than the seagull more than the red-tailed hawk more than peregrine falcon more than anything pigeons are fucking everywhere from india to china from russia to canada the united states south america the only continent they don't live on is antarctica which is ruled by the penguins of course and they're not just impressive for being so widespread and so easily adaptable. Because to live in all those environments, you have to be able to survive in all those environments. Pigeons thrive on every habitat in the planet. They are highly intelligent as well, and social animals. They always live together. Much like crows, they survive as a team, as a flock. And the best way to gauge against predators is to be in a part of a giant group. And much like crows, when an attack happens, they all notify them and they re- reunite each other. And they understand what's going on there. So if something happens, they'll take off together and they'll fly together. Even if they don't know what's going on, they will react as a team and as a pair. I obviously, biased, much like Dominic is, have an entire flock of chickens that comes by my house every day and I feed chickens. them by my window. You have chickens that come by and fly by your <laughs> house. Of pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> I have chickens too, and they fly very high. Uh, no, I have pigeons like Dominic has chickens, I should say. But Dominic's chickens are his own, and my pigeons are not my own. They're wild. So I will feed them out the window. And as I told the story not too long ago, a hawk came by my window and snatched one of the pigeons up and killed it right in front of me. The gall of the thing. But the pigeons came back again for the feed. They wander around, puffing up their chests, being all tough. Much like the morning dove in this earlier countdown, the morning dove didn't make the list. I think the pigeon should, as the prominent member of the dove family. Because they're
2: dirtier than the morning dove?
1: Sure. I mean, they they have the morning dove. There's a (laughs) whoo out in the woods. We have the white dove, which is the one we picture when weddings, you light them off. It's the exact same bird, only the coloration is different. Very mild species difference. And they even study them, because of their intelligence, to, um, to pattern recognition, there's been multiple studies on pattern recognition for pigeons based on what humans do. It, obviously, when you're testing people for science, testing animals for science, test animals first, then humans. They tested pigeons on multiple times and realized that they have pattern recognition very similar to humans. And it actually helps us study how humans fall into conspiracy theories or coincidence bonding, things like that pigeons do the same thing. They see something happen. They attribute it to the same result. And it helps us learn about how humans react because pigeons react in much the same way, much like chickens. Also pigeons are great as pets. They can learn people's faces, their sounds of their voice, their names. They can do tricks. They can fly around in an order. And they actually, as an argument that the pigeons are the first domesticated bird of all time. Now the jungle, the red jungle cock, which is what the chickens are domesticated from Might have been domesticated well after pigeons, even though they're much more successful and there's much more meat to be gained because pigeons don't taste as good and they don't have as much meat as chickens do. But pigeons are that. And to round out my fucking argument about pigeons, 93 mile an hour top speed in a dive bomb pigeons. They can almost avoid most hawks. And like I said, they act in a group. And for me, it's the self-awareness of a pigeon. They have tests where they put a red dot on their on their uh, their skin or their, their feathers rather. They look in a mirror. Cats can't figure it out. Dogs can't figure it out. Many animals can't figure it out. A pigeon looks in a mirror. It sees red dot in the mirror. Looks right down. It immediately realizes that that's not me. It's a reflection of myself. So pigeons, to that degree, are self-aware. Not mentally. But when they look at other things, they realize that they are separate from the other. They know that they are a, a being in and of itself. And pigeons can find their homes from 500 miles away, which is something that many birds are very good at navigating during migration season. But from a pigeon to be kidnapped from 400 miles away, dropped off, you let it free, it finds its home 500 miles away. That's an insane feat to pull off. It's and luckily, they can't. Pigeons! <laughs> Because of the fact that they are able to find their home from over 400 miles away, the longest are over 500 miles away on record. They were used during world war one and times before that as homing pigeons to deliver messages from the home front, not only to the headquarters, but to the main fucking Island of the United Kingdom. There's pigeons who flew from the Western front all the way back to the UK to let them know what the fuck is going on there. And German soldiers even started hiring falconers to try to have hawks be sent after pigeons to cut them down and kill them. And soldiers started shooting every pigeon they saw because the message was getting back so quickly. So pigeons not only can find their way back then, they were an integral part of the first world war and they helped change the tide of the war in many ways by getting messages back long before satellite transmissions were possible. If the radio radio transmissions were cut off, that's lights out they had homing pigeons they would tie a little tiny letter to their legs and fly them back and they were able to transmit messages back to not only you know the home base before the the Maginot line the front line whatever all the way back to the island of the united kingdom across the english channel and that to across me the is the pond across the pond as it were and They are the only bird to be used in warfare as a tactic. Of course, the Germans used hawks to try to kill them, but they had been used as an absolute tactic of communication. Now we use dogs as search squads and things like that. But I can't imagine a more useful bird in the fact that these people's lives were at stake. And the most famous version of this was a pigeon pigeon named... uh, That wasn't during war. (laughs) Was a pigeon named uh, Cherami which is a female pigeon that existed um, in the war in France in World War I. She was um, given to the United States soldiers to help fight against the Germans. And this particular regiment of the United States Army in World War I was being shelled by their own men. They were pinned down behind enemy lines. Their own artillery shells were rained down upon them. And this is no radio contact, nothing. You can't run across the lines and survive. They were as good as dead. And they sent a homing pigeon to try to get back to the home lines to send the message where at this location, this latitude, please stop firing for Christ's sake, was the message they tied to the pigeon's leg. The pigeon named Cheryl Me, they let her up. She gets shot in the chest and drops to the ground almost 300 yards from the immediate, the immediate location. She stands up again, takes flight to head home to her home base. She makes it all the way back there past German soldiers aiming at her particularly past the hawks. Their their job is to kill her. And she makes it back to the home base with one eye missing, a bullet hole in her chest, and scar wounds on her legs. They pull out the envelope or the little scroll. They read it out. We're at this location. Stop firing artillery, goddammit. Saves the lives of 103 American soldiers and is given the French service medal for her efforts, being a French pigeon.
2: and uh, You know, the Red Hot Tree covers wrote scar tissue based off that bird. Fuck (laughs) you.
1: So, I mean, besides the fact that they they make great pets as well, uh, you can have a pigeon coop and, you know, be friends with them. They recognize your voice. You can train them to do many things. That's, that's That's my long and short on pigeons. I think that pigeons are the number one bird, bar none, and they deserve to be they have a great immune system which is why they can eat anything and they have an association with disease and and growth and grossness and blood but it's like the peregrine falcon or any of these main birds they survive and thrive with humanity and as the world's forests are torn down and humanity takes over the world making species extinct species like the pigeons are going to continue to thrive i'm glad they do number one bird the pigeon rock dove all right, so I'm going to run down the, the list of birds we have so far just because we got we to gotta do it one more time before we hit our number one. And then what we're going to do is we're all going to vote one at a time. You can pick whatever bird you want. You can pick your own bird. You can pick someone else's bird. But if we tie, you have to vote again in the same order, but you can't vote for the same bird twice. Them's the rules. And we can do it as many times as we want until we come to a conclusion. So we're going to do our top 10 list. And this is the top 10 version that Dylan... Hold on.
2: Are we voting on all 10 or just the top one? What do you think? I have no idea. The top one, I'm assuming. You assume correct. All right. Well... I
1: might. I, have to I, I'm sorry. I, I, I threw a wrench both. in your shit. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm being a dick, but I'm gonna I'm gonna name the top ten birds just so we know what our top ten is. Then we name number one, and then we fucking.
2: So you're gonna name ten to two, and then we're gonna that's, go
1: from there. That's exactly right. It's exactly right. All right. Hold on. ready to rock. <laughs> yes. So it goes the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast with our special guest Dom Morrow back again.
3: Ca-caw, ca-caw. Ah, woo!
1: Top ten birds. We have number ten. We have number ten. The cockatoo pulling up the parrot group. Easily one of the greatest on the list. It can talk, man. It's fucking awesome. And the oldest Spring bird heavy you metal. ever have recorded, Cocky Bennett at 120 years, rivaling the longest human to ever live. I mean, which is insane. We have medical technology, Cocky yeah. Bennett.
2: I- I don't mean to take away from, I know you're trying to do like a quick 10. To
3: no, no, two. no.
1: You're not taking
2: away. Go ahead. Um, so Cocky Bennett, Dylan, how, uh, so Joe, I'm assuming you heard about Cocky Bennett from Dylan. Yes. You're assumed correct. Dylan, how did you hear about Cocky Bennett? I Googled oldest bird ever.
0: <laughs> so, so it's, it's his it's, picture it's will recent, be on
2: the podcast. It's amazing. It's, it's recent information to you. Uh, this week. Yeah. I never I knew like, him. Recently.
0: I never knew Cocky Bennett personally.
2: Okay, because <laughs> I, I, like I wouldn't put it past you to have known Buck for 10 years. I appreciate
1: I appreciate I, I the respect from that statement. Okay. Fuck, yeah. fuck yeah. Okay. Number 9, pulling up the wild card category, I'd say the puffin, which is an awesome bird, definitely deserves recognition. And that's our number 9 bird, the puffin. The arctic bird
2: puffin. Number 8. Oh, not fuck, Dylan, I used to have glasses like that. I don't have any more of them anymore though.
0: Number
4: eight.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm
2: probably going to interrupt every single no, one. No, it's fine. But you
1: know. if, uh, no, if Dylan didn't say anything, we couldn't see. <laughs> so I was waiting until he said something so that the camera would go to him so I could put it on the podcast. <laughs> number eight. Another seabird, which we all picked on our list, but it, it ended up at number eight, is the Never seagull. Sea exactly right.
2: Seagull, number eight. Number seven. I, I, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't believe. But I had two birds of mine voted in a row. It's nine Mm -hmm. and eight, which is low, but still, I no, I'm I'm proud of that. Not bad. And continue. Sorry.
1: Again, I think you put it too low. Uh, but looking at the rest oh, of the
2: definitely. list, definitely, I will 100% agree with you. The Heron Gull was put way too low. Yeah, I think I, we, me and six, Dylan five, both had it higher. Earlier.
1: But I think if we didn't have it higher and you didn't pick it earlier, it might not have made it on the list. So I'm glad it yeah, made it. Yeah,
2: compared to the other birds, they probably wouldn't have made right, it. Right? yeah. Happy. So I'm, I'm glad happy it made that it, it that it made the top ten. Respect sure.
1: for that, man. It's it's not yeah. easy. It's not easy because they went up against many many other birds in the list which you'll remember you know r.i.p other birds number seven the hummingbird glad made on the list small crazy bird beautiful so unique more like an insect than a bird in many ways but the hummingbird number seven number six the fucking stone cold killer the fastest animal on the planet the peregrine falcon. falcon rounding out the bottom five of the top 10 birds in the Falcon category, Peregrine Falcon, six. It's, uh, it,
2: it, it's shocking it didn't get higher. But when you look at all birds and it's on the top ten, it's it's it deserves it.
1: Absolutely, it had to be on the fucking map. All right, it's yeah, it was my, it was my number two, so I had I had to get it for number six at least. I mean,
2: I, I think for all ten of these birds, when we decide number one, it uh, they all deserve to be on there in any place. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more with that.
1: Rounding out of the top five, top five birds, we have number five, the emperor penguin. Taking up the mantle for all penguins, but a penguin should have made it there, and why not the emperor of all penguins? Yeah, surviving, surviving in the most popular extreme right habitat on the entire planet, and they're comfy there. Love it, the emperor penguin.
0: Solid bird, solid mention. Could not be on this list here.
1: We're thankful for the emperor penguin. Number four. Bringing up the category of the Hunters of the Night. The Great Horned Owl. The crown jewel of all owls. Couldn't have not made it on the list. Great Horned Owl. The bird of prey when the sun goes down. No fucking contest. Probably Hardcore fucking horse. bird. Built different than the rest of the birds. Here, here. Number three. It's starting to get tight around here. It was a tight race for number three. A lot of shit went into it. We had such contenders as the chickadee and the shoe bill wild cars, but also amazing birds. But what came out on top is the most beautiful and sounds the craziest Raptor. That's the red tail Hawk.
2: Did I tell you
1: I'm what do you mean? Raptor. Yeah, Did
2: you say Raptor?
1: I did say Raptor. Yeah. Why? Because that's the category of bird It is Raptor. Yeah. It's a Raptor. 110 percent yeah
2: hmm, interesting well wow. i believe you but i've never heard that
1: um, all, Most, almost all birds of prey you know about are all raptors they named the dinosaur after the birds not the other way around yeah i was gonna say it makes sense uh, they named the but, they named the, the plane after the bird too dylan they didn't name it after the dinosaur they named it after the birds the type of bird is a raptor three claws in
2: the front one in the back birds of prey they're called raptors. hold on hold on hold on Am I witnessing history that you just taught Dill something about planes? No. No, yet yeah, I definitely I
1: taught him something about birds. <clears throat> he knows. That, he knows way more about the uh uh was F19?
0: F22 is the raptor. F-
1: Thank you. Exactly. See point point proven. <laughs> I didn't but, teach him shit about planes.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> I only taught him something
1: about birds. You know But
0: about but the I mean. thing is I never um Joe exposed the area of my brain that's vulnerable due to um uh You said doo-doo. Do do uh Due to getting hit in the head too many times with a,
2: a lacrosse ball. Um, with, I, without, without the woodpecker tongue protecting your brain. <laughs> Call God, back. That you helped. were
1: listening. Aw. <laughs> I, uh,
2: I
0: I have a really hard time with association. So I've known about the F 22 Raptor since it was invented in like the 80s, basically. Um, I didn't know it then, but um, I, I didn't know you were alive in the 80s. Billion fucking years um, that um, Raptor had anything to do with anything i just thought that was what it was called i didn't even think that it was a bird or yeah. a dinosaur just that's what it was yeah it's a, it's a
2: type of bird because um, what's more american than naming a plane after something totally fucking random <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, well it's totally fucking rad which is what it yeah. is but yeah that's what it is the whole generalization i think you guys can look it up F4, later but phantom is phantom a bird too joe are you gonna
0: try
2: to fucking blow me up here
1: episode 10 ghost totally look is not
0: phantom is phantom a bird
2: all right before we move on, I had a point and I got distracted. What were the, well, we're on three right now, right? With the hawk.
1: Redtail hawk, what, number
2: three. What were the other two? Chickadee and. Shoebill. And bill. So I, I just wanted to say that as great as, you know, hawks are incredible birds. They are great. They are my mortal enemies because of the chickens that I have.
4: Sure. Right. And I,
2: they totally deserve number three. Uh, but Uh, shoe bill definitely deserves number three spot just as much. The chicken does not (laughs) deserve number three. I will say that.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I liked all three of them. Unfortunately, this is not the time to debate that. It's already
2: been accomplished.
1: Moving on, number two.
2: No, 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 no. no, no, no. I'm just trying to say, (laughs) uh, I totally agree with the hawk. Now I can say it because I told my piece about the chickens. Gotcha. Right. I agree with number three. The hawk is an incredible bird. Let's move on to number two.
1: Number two, we had. You know, crazy shit going on there. We had the emu. It won a war against humanity. We had... Only uh, war, Australia lost. Exactly right. I actually forget what Dylan said. My apologies. The podcast will show it. It's okay. But the winner was, and I'm glad they were mentioned as well. The Pekin duck, representing the entire animalia species of duck. Ducks
2: gets number two. Ducks gets number two. Yeah, I'm a as a I'm gonna say a duck connoisseur, mm-hmm. a duckophile. If you were, a yeah, I'll say ducker. duckophile. I'm not scared of saying mother ducker. Uh, I'm happy that uh, without my consultation, you chose Pekin as the base duck to talk about. I did being, because that really it is s- the most identifiable me. duck. I would say in the world because of
3: ah, whack.
2: That
1: and also it's um it's you know domesticated status where or it lives so well among humans it's so much easier to get along with and things yeah. like that make it a huge contender for top bird. And I think. I mean,
2: that, I, I know, I know, I talked about four different kinds of ducks, but they are the easiest. I mean, the, the Mandarin the duck,
1: definitely the most beautiful, but the Pekin duck sold the status. And that brings us to number one, guys. Now we have to vote. Like I said, I think we should do it one at a time, where we each vote once. And then if we tie it, we vote again. You can't vote for the same thing twice.
2: I, I hate to influence people, and I'm, I, I seriously doubt I am by saying this, but this one should not be decided in the first vote like every other nine birds I, I can I can see that,
1: but, but let's just
2: see what happens.
0: And, and we also encourage everybody who gets through a three-hour podcast to vote as well in case we need to tell you that please vote. this is please like vote in the
1: conference. comments dude vote in the comments, in the comments. tell, tell comments. us why we're wrong about all the numbers and what we missed and shit we must have missed i mean flamingo never came up that's a yeah, huge nope. one
2: which is funny because two of my bird shirts had flamingos on it
1: Definitely. but i
2: didn't i didn't put on my sure. list because that was like someone's gonna say flamingo but no one fucking of
1: course pink school i bought, mockingbird
2: uh, never came up yep. awesome bird mockingbird, mockingbird is great uh mockingbird is the music company that i learned banjo and mandolin from for eight years all right and the first vote goes to dominic
4: (laughs) vote please right i am
2: saying the chicken
1: chicken is a vote i'm gonna vote for pigeon for my vote
0: i'm gonna vote for crow
1: all right so we did our first tie so we're gonna do the second round and i think that like dominic said thank you for fucking front-loading the thing that was already going to happen, and then it happened right away. (laughs) Yes, you're right. We did tie. Now, we have to vote again, and here's the caveat. You can't vote for the same thing. We could tie again if we all vote for different things, but you can't vote for the same thing. Dominic, please cast your vote for the number one bird.
2: So we're doing straight vote. No uh, rebuttal on your choice just straight different vote
4: you can't All vote right, well, for chicken because you, you already vote voted for chicken
2: thing. so i am going to go for uh i'm going to go for the pigeon for the historical value right
1: on i'm going to vote for crow for my second vote cuz crows are fucking awesome and i would have easily picked them for my number 1 but we already decided before the podcast who would pick what I'm gonna vote for crow. I think crow deserves to be number one. Dylan, you can't vote for crow.
0: I know.
4: Whew.
1: But you can't vote. You can't vote for whatever you want. We can keep doing that.
0: All right. So what do we got right now? We got. We got to vote for. You can vote you for can either vote for pigeon, pigeon or, chicken. or chicken. And you've got crow. I
1: vote chicken. <laughs> All right, Fuck, That's another. <laughs> yeah. This is you know, and it's well deserved because all of us did a really good fucking job defending ourselves for the top bird.
2: And I think so, it is. So, so my question becomes: Say on this next vote, it comes full circle. What do we do then? Oh, oh, then, oh, then we start talking shite.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. So,
1: so, so just vote for what you're gonna vote for. That's all good. Well, what happens. Legally, oh, you, you binding. can't vote for you can't vote for pigeon actually because you just voted for pigeon. Oh,
2: but so but oh, but I can vote for chicken again because you can you
1: can because you can't vote for the same thing twice.
2: So I have to vote for crow. You could <laughs> vote for chicken, though, precisely. But you just said I can't vote for the same thing twice. But you, well, you
1: didn't chicken. vote. You wouldn't have voted for for chicken
2: twice because you voted twice for first time. twice in a row. Twice in a row, yeah. So
1: I'm
4: going to go
2: back to chicken. Okay. I'm going to vote for crow.
1: Oh, no, no. I just voted for crow. I'm going to vote for pigeon again. <laughs> so, I mean squab. I'm going to vote for crow. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So, so, all right. This, now this it's debate the time.
1: We're at, we at a stalemate here. That, that seemed fair to me. I, I know it seemed tedious, but it seemed fair because yeah, we yeah, all voted it, for each that, other's. I mean, it shows it, it good people. faith. All that, right, now that, let's debate. It's kind
2: of what I was trying to say, but I couldn't get the words out. I, I got I you, would. I got you, but I'm glad we yeah. did I'll it. all player cards, right? No one wins.
1: I'm glad, I'm glad we did it, right? Because it shows that no, we we're no, being no. fair I mean, the whole I'm time. I'm
2: confident between the three of us that we will be able to come to one conclusion. Okay, with, I'm going gonna, to gonna, do my debate person. right
1: now. And um, Dylan, uh, please don't take this the wrong way. Uh, chicken should not win. That's fucking stupid. Okay. Why I mean, did you
2: say, hold on, hold on. Why did you say Dylan don't take this the wrong way? Uh, uh, because, because,
1: because I need to gain his confidence here. Uh, chicken, like we talked about on the phone earlier this week, chickens are cool. They're amazing. They're great pets. And there's 20 billion of them. That's awesome. Don't 23 ca- billion. Don't care. Uh, chickens not are not a do- They're a domesticated <laughs> bird. They're not a wild bird. Uh, crows and pigeons are amazing. Chickens are great. Cows are great. Uh, I, I hate that we eat them and the, the treatment of them in factory farms is fucking horrible and they shouldn't be. And chickens should have more respect. And I think, Dominic, you gave them that respect tonight. But that being said, I will not sleep well tonight with chicken being our number one bird. It's crow or pigeon or I'm not going to bed. So it's crow or pigeon
2: and I'll, I'll do it all night. I don't give a fuck. So my rebuttal to that is when we signed up to do this podcast, you never said most respected bird. You said <laughs> I number still did, one And bird. I still didn't.
1: And I still won't. The criteria is completely opinion. It's not anything based in facts or anything.
2: You, maybe. So hold on. It's that time of night where I might feel and might already be forgetting what you said thirty seconds ago. <sighs> um. <laughs> so hold on. let me, let me, please help me. Emphatic. For a second <sighs> and uh, retrace your steps. So you said Dylan. I'm It's pigeon or chicken. crow.
1: It's pigeon or crow. Fuck. I mean, yeah, chickens are I, great, I, but it's pigeon or crow.
2: I know. I know. But I. I'm I'm willing to vote
1: crow right now as long as chicken doesn't win, in other words. Or we can both go pigeon, Dylan.
2: But I'm not going to go chicken. Help me out for a second here. I'm trying to think of the word you said like fucking (laughs) less than a minute ago about chickens. It wasn't respect. It was. uh, Chickens
1: should have more respect. um, And I think, Dominic, you gave them that respect tonight. Henpeck.
2: I I don't remember. It wasn't henpeck. It was something you said against chickens. So I'm just going to forget it and go on my own way. Forget. Yeah. See the thing about chickens. No. You're we're not doing off. another fucking you know chicken what? speech. Okay. I'm never coming on your fucking podcast again. Oh, say no oh, come on. When I, I, say I know I'm being a dick, but we're
1: running out of time here. We, we gotta fucking come to a decision here. So oh, Dominic. The, the baseline will is, you be you can fight for chickens. Go ahead, fight for chickens. cut Yeah, the
2: problem is I forget I already forget my point.
1: Well, it, that's my problem too? So it's it's pigeons or crows, and I think that if me and Dylan don't decide on what we're going to pick because I, mean, I... I will easily go to yeah that's exactly right dylan and i, I think you got me we're
0: correct here on
1: this podcast. roasted um uh is that I'll, i will die for uh, pigeon or crow but i won't die for chicken so i mean dylan if you want to pick pigeon right now i'll pick pigeon and we'll be done with it or if you want to pick crow I'll pick crow or we can leave it up to dominic to pick one or two but i See, will not pick this chicken
2: is, this is this is the problem I, so i i i do accept that chicken will not win mm-hmm but I first am step willi- is acceptance acceptance yes um I am I literally am willing to die for my chickens though <laughs> you're right <laughs> actually die for your chickens yeah I would not yeah, want no to no, no. I, I, w- I would literally fight a coyote to keep my chickens safe I would too if I had chickens that's, uh, that's fucking awesome man. I, I I I will I understand because I've talked enough people that owning chickens it's it, it's less of a pick a top 10 thing. It's a fucking lifestyle. Like, it's like... How can I pick my favorite Let me get through my little chat and then I'll no, pick between No, no, I won't, I won't let you. I really let quick. You. I'm going to get through my two chat and I'm going to pick between one of your two birds. All right, all right. Because chicken is not going to win this number one slot. All right, nowhere. yeah, that,
1: that sounds fair. Yeah. Sounds yeah.
2: Fair. But, I mean, ever since... Like I said, I'm 24. I don't ever remember a time in my life not having chickens. I fucking love chickens. I I, 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 I would say that the, the five chickens I have are basically my children. I fucking love them. I come home. I'm excited to see them. I talk to them. I call them by their name. They're your but favorite people in the whole wide world. In the world, they are my favorite. Not in the world, though. Just in the world. In the world, yeah. Uh, but I, I'm going to pick pigeon over crow. Just because when I'm in the backyard trying to relax after taking care of my chickens, and I hear, ah, 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 I'm like, shut the fuck up. I know there's a crows. I know there's a hawk trying to keep them, like bothering them. I know the crows are keeping the hawks away from my area, but something about the pigeon, it's just, they're quieter. They're not as much of a hassle to me I'm going to pick the pigeon over the crow. The deciding
1: vote. Pigeons, the number one bird on the top 10 bird list. Serves it. Pigeons, pigeons. good, man.
2: Guys. And another thing that brings me to it is last weekend when I was kayaking Oh, I don't know if I saw a dove or an albino pigeon, but mm. I saw an all-white pigeon hanging out with about 25 other pigeons in Lowell on a power line. And I'd like to think it was an albino pigeon, which I think is just a dove anyways, but
4: it's that's unique. Right, it's pigeons. cool.
2: It's, yeah. As much as it kills me to not let the chicken reach number one, which in my mind always will. Right. Of course. Uh, very, very tough. Top 10. I enjoy it. And like we said, I, I, I have no all... debates against it. Yeah. Every single
1: category, one. everyone could have won. I don't think that that's up for debate at all. Chicken. And Crow should have also won. But unfortunately, because the way the voting works, Pigeon
0: should have won. But unfortunately,
1: the way the voting works.
2: Yeah, you're right. The chicken should have won. But unfortunately, the way the voting
1: works. Pigeon number one. So our number one bird of the top 10 birds is Pigeon. Thank you. Rock
2: Dove wins it. Rock dove wins. Pigeon, yeah. I mean, one bird of all time. You guys, number, number one we done, bird. We could have done three hours just on those three birds. Of course, we could have, and I'm glad next we time, didn't.
0: Next time, we'll do a top five.
2: <laughs> 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 we want to thank
0: our uh, celebrity guest Dom Moro for coming in, sharing his expertise. Yeah, so, thanks, Dom. Can you oh, say goodbye to the folks? I love go. birds, man. Nothing better than birds. <laughs> Fuck yeah. birds are number one. That's the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. I want to thank our listeners and we'll see you guys next week. I'm Dylan. That's
3: Joe. Ah, ah.
0: That's Joe. We'll see you soon.
4: Well, I'm going to say the same exact
2: thing that I said to Saint me. I hate to ruin the flow, but I have to okay, <laughs> uh, To quote the Canadian show letter if you got a problem with Canon Goose, you got a problem with me, I hope. Let me try that again, Joy. Fuck that up.
1: <laughs> this stays in?
2: <laughs> Edit that part. No.
1: This All stays right. in? Go ahead.
2: <laughs> Fuck you. All right. To quote Letterman, <laughs> the Canadian sitcom, if "You got a problem with Canada Gooses, You got a problem with me? I suggest you let that one marinate." That being said, <laughs> penguins definitely are the best out of the three of these. The as, as I want to pick blue. I can't do it. I'm a much much full-body turkey suit. and it's gonna take me a little bit to go. Take Hurry up!
1: Why are you still talking about I, it then? I had to explain it. Uh, I didn't shut up you and what get I your fucking
2: to. clothes off. <laughs> we're
1: really rockin' robbin' cause we're really gonna rock it tonight.